0: Com. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. And to the wall for his Tim Howard Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh, my word. He scores with his left. He scores with his right. Edgar Castillo scores what he wants. Get your tickets now at
1: coloradorapids.com. Hi, this is Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. Our shop has been really busy this summer with people wanting to get their classics back on the road. In fact, we're so busy we need a new mechanic. We could also use a body technician. These are absolute dream jobs. You get to work on some of the most beautiful cars in the world. But you've got to be good. Contact us at FarlandCars.com if you're interested. That's FarlandCars.com. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy,
2: Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude
3: 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. <sighs>
4: Down. What a
0: start to the homestand.
4: How many different levels of emotion did we go through watching that game yesterday? My goodness. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi show on this Tuesday morning. Uh, count the times I call it Monday, by the way. It's gonna be very often during the course of these three hours, cause I'm still lost. It's Tuesday morning, the day after Labor Day, and uh, I am live in Fort Collins at UC Health Poudre Valley Hospital. We'll explain why I'm up here. we got H.W. Manchester back in studio. It is game week for the Broncos. It's a pennant chase, playoff chase for the Rockies. This is as good as it gets in sports, fellas. Good morning to you. Uh
5: Good morning, Vic. You also missed uh, one of the key things happening this week. Uh, it is also CU Nebraska week.
4: It is. And it's not what it used to be, but it's still CU Nebraska. Isn't it funny how that game has lost so much luster? given the time between rivalry dates. Remember when CU Nebraska was everything in this town? Everything.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it it's lost some luster because they haven't played it in, what, eight years? But also toward the end of it, uh, neither CU nor Nebraska uh, was the program they once were. Uh, but uh, it'll, it'll be interesting this week because CU's coming off the big win against uh, the Aggies, uh, and Nebraska had the game canceled for the first time since World War II, so they'll be uh, having their uh, Scott Frost debut against the buffs.
4: It'll be very interesting to see how Nebraska uh plays in its first game. You wonder if they're going to be so hyped up or if they're going to be uh disorganized because they didn't get to play last week. But you're going, so you're going to see it firsthand. Congratulations. I just went to a game. I went to uh, Notre Dame Michigan, which was awesome on my end because Notre Dame won the game. Uh, I'm not sure if either of those teams are going to threaten for a national title. I don't think either team is national title material to be honest with you, but man, it's good to see my team win that weekend. It was fun. I will regale you in those stories a little bit later. But let us start, if we could, please, with the Rockies. Because I can't tell I, I had to stay off of Twitter. I don't know how you guys thought, I had to stay away from the Twitter machine. Because every time I thought they were going to lose, I was about to unload. So I said, just be patient, have take some time, step away and see if they can come back. And they did. They managed to come back. But the fact that that was a 7-2 game at one point, and you're sure that it's over, and then you're not so sure, and then you're staring down the barrel of 8-7 deficit. It, it, it's typical Rockies. It's just the way it's gonna be this season. That's how the season's gonna roll.
5: Yeah, you know, when it was 7-2, uh, I'm not sure. I was thinking that, oh, this is done, just cause it is that Rockies bullpen. When they fell behind 8-7, I was, I was livid, threw in the towel, thought it was over. Uh, but, you know, an unlikely hero on a Monday afternoon kind of, uh, saved the day for the Rockies, and now there they are all alone in first place.
4: You know, and the bullpen stuff gets contagious and it, it runs in circles. Wade Davis is now unhittable. I mean, he just mowed down the side in the ninth. I mean, that's the Wade Davis we remember. Isn't it amazing how quickly it comes and goes? Even Tyler Anderson, who couldn't throw a strike in the month of August, he didn't pitch that bad. I mean, if you, if you tell me Tyler Anderson out pitches Madison Bumgartner, I say you crazy. But that's what happened. They beat up Mad Bum. They beat the Giants. On a day that Mad Bum started the game, their best pitcher. So I'll take it any way they get it. And right now, as we wake up this morning, in September, for crying out loud, what is it, September 4th? I don't even know the date. On September 4th, the Colorado Rockies are in first place. It's the latest in a season they've ever been in first place since 1995. Hello. Welcome.
1: It's crazy.
6: They got help last night from two unlikely sources, the Mets and the Padres. Uh, we've talked about May 24th a lot on this show. Sole possession of first place. They have sole possession of first place in the NL West on September 4th. That's got to be the latest in a season they've ever led the division.
4: You realize how many times we're going to go back and forth for the next couple weeks watching this team. We're just going to live and die by the Rockies because the next few games at home, albeit after the Giants, you got the Dodgers coming to town. And that series this weekend... Am I jumping to conclusions by saying that that series could be the season? I am. I am jumping to conclusions, but that's what it feels like. It feels like the season rides on one series against the Dodgers at home. Well, because the Dodgers and Rockies are going to be battling for first place.
5: It's that three game set and then it's Arizona in for four right after that. So the, yeah, that's a, that's a big seven game stretch. You need to not stub your toe here against the Giants. So they, they bailed themselves out. Uh, yesterday, but, uh, we're gonna say that multiple times, Vic, cause not only is it, um those games against LA and Arizona, a week after that they go on the road and they play those two, same two teams. So we're gonna be saying the same thing during that road trip. Oh, it all comes down to these three games at LA and these three games at Arizona. Uh, buckle up, we're gonna be saying that a lot in the next month.
4: A ton of activity, obviously, for the Broncos over the weekend, as every NFL team announces their cuts. And the Broncos, um, well, they surprised, and then they did not surprise. As I've been reporting all along, I said Paxton Lynch would make the final roster. He did, and then he didn't. He did for exactly 24 hours, and then they cut him. Uh, they waited around to see if they could find a comparable quarterback who could handle the number three spot, and they did. Now, we can debate, which we will debate, whether or not Kevin Hogan is any better than uh Paxton Lynch. If you look at him statistically, he's not. Statistically, he's actually worse, uh, but I, I just agree with the move in that you have to give that kid a change of scenery. It was better for Paxton Lynch to get traded. In fact, I think it benefited him much more than it benefited the Broncos to park company.
5: Probably, because he just can't, he can't get a fair shake here. I, you know, I know I'm, I'm the just uh, record on repeat here by saying it, but just a constant Badgering, and it wasn't going
4: to go away. It, it wasn't. was never going away.
5: It wasn't. And Vance Joseph yesterday was frustrated by the fact that he's still getting Paxton Lynch questions. And I know you don't like me when I point the finger at the at the media, but God, it just is a group that won't let it go. I, I you know, and I, and I wasn't on with you guys. I I hosted with Bo on on Friday, so we didn't get a chance to talk about the final preseason game, but. You can't play any better than Paxton Lynch did, and he still didn't get any credit. So I get it. He's playing against a bunch of guys that are selling cell phones today. He also was playing with a bunch of guys that are selling cell phones today, uh, and he still got no credit. After that, just move on, throw in the towel, go, out, go somewhere else. And, it, hey, Minions, enjoy Kevin Hogan. There's your future. I, I, it makes no sense to me how people are so excited that a first-round pick, a quarterback— that you needed to be the future of your franchise, flamed out after four starts in two years. Okay, uh, celebrate it if you want, Denver. But uh, that was bad news, and it's a failure on the part of everyone involved.
4: What's with this uh, anti-cell phone salesperson rant? We've got a lot of people in the family selling sales phones. Well,
5: so. you know what I mean. It's the Tatum yeah. Bell reference. I see. Uh,
4: but you're right on one account. Um, the punching bag is no longer here. So now, uh, we're gonna have to pick on somebody else. He's gone. It's interesting though. And I saw this unfold over the weekend. Of all the players, the Broncos cut, right? Of all the players they released. What was it? One was picked up by another team. D'Angelo Henderson.
6: And yeah, it was just for a practice squad. And, and a no practice one, squad. yeah, no one
5: got claimed. Well, in, in, the in the tweet, the spin was, boy, Elway really played this right. Nobody he cut got picked up. Uh No, it's a bad sign. It means the guys you cut, the guys that you were considering putting on your roster, aren't good enough to draw interest from any of the other 31 teams. If you think that's good news, you're living in a total fantasy land. That's bad news. What you want is there's guys that you cut who couldn't make your roster that other teams are lining up to get. That ain't the case with this bunch at all. All right,
4: we never got a chance to uh, rap about CU-CSU in depth, uh, obviously because the game uh, being played last week and last weekend, you're going to CU-Nebraska. CU's got some talent, bro. If there's one thing I noticed from the CU-CSU game, you can't teach speed. We talk about it. That LaVisca, what's his last name, Cheneau? LaVisca Cheneau? I couldn't pronounce his name the entire game. That kid was the best player on the field, and it wasn't even close. He has some extra talent.
5: Yeah, if you'd never seen a football game before, you just landed in the country and went to the game, uh, you knew number two was the best player on the field. Wow. He is a man amongst boys, and if you're a bus fan, that's the kind of guy that gets you excited because it's like, ooh, that's big boy football. That's that's competing at the highest level football. They ran C U out of the build or C S U out of the building. That wasn't even a game. Um bigger test obviously this weekend going to Lincoln, but no, you're One game in, you should be excited about the Buffs. They look legit.
4: And here I am in Fort Collins again, broadcasting live from uh, Poudre Valley Hospital, the UC Health Center, and uh, I'm sure Rams fans are concerned, and rightfully so, because that defense um, is slow. It 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 looks uncoordinated. They... they they don't look good. That does not look like a good football team. That looks like a 3-win football team this season if they don't turn things around. So the Rams have their work cut out. We'll find out just how good CU is this week when they head to uh Lincoln to take on Nebraska. I want to get in depth on the uh, Broncos depth chart which was released yesterday, the very first one. It is game week against the Seattle Seahawks and of course the Rockies embark on the uh home stretch here in first freaking place. Yes, I said first place Rockies. The text line 30933, the phone number 3037530950. It's Tuesday morning, the day after Labor Day. You can't get any better than this. It's the Vic Lombardi Show from Altitude 950. Guys, I'm in Fort Collins because after this program today, along with Kyle Keefe, I am going to walk, we are going to walk from Fort Collins to Pepsi Center, a grand total of 82 miles over the course of three days. I'm still trying to figure out why. I'll tell you why a little bit later. See you in a bit. Home of the Rapids.
3: The Nuggets. The Avalanche. And Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude
7: 950. Every shot that goes in is a good shot because it went in. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. 400 andro400.com.
10: Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018, starring Rick Springfield, live, also starring Loverboy, with special guest Jim Blossoms and Tommy Two-Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just ten fifty. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all altitude ticket outlets.
11: Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options too. Just go to khwindows.com khwindows.com for windows, siding, doors, and more, k Home Solutions
12: has what you're looking for. Jokic for three. Oh Dilly, my. Dilly. Mile-high basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray
13: is unchained
12: now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now.
4: Dribble drive all the way,
13: coming underneath.
12: Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303 287 dump
14: Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollack. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollack. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people. People's causes and legal cases. Our website is champions of the for a reason. The reason is you. Come to champions of the and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. champions of the People.com. There really isn't any other choice. Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
13: Presented by
3: East Radon.
15: Northbound I-25 is running slow. Castle Pines Parkway to C-470, E-470. Southbound I-25 jammed up 104 to after I-76 and between 48th and Spear. Traffic is brought to you by Westin Hotels and Resorts. There is an accident westbound Boulder Turnpike at Wadsworth. Westin empowers your well-being while on the road with rejuvenating heavenly beds and signature wellness programs designed to help you stay in control while traveling. Westin. Let's rise. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This ball is high, deep left there. Take a good
16: look, you it for life. That's a good.
4: Drew Goodman, AT&T Sportsnet. Trevor Story was a one-man wrecking crew yesterday. A pair of home runs, and the Rockies needed all they could get from their offense as they uh, survive San Francisco at Coors Field to move into first place all by their lonesome. This late in the season, to be in first place is something we have not seen around these parts since 1995. Uh, And in 95, was that not the strike-shortened season? When they played yes. Atlanta? Okay. Yes. So that almost didn't count, right? I mean, the fact that they had an abbreviated year. This is an, a real season, a full season. And here they are in first with, mind you, a game in hand. The Rockies have played one fewer game uh, than the Dodgers and Diamondbacks. So they can actually add to that lead if they take care of business. Thank you to the Mets for handing uh, the Dodgers a loss. Thank you very much. That was necessary. The Dodgers, of course, come to town this weekend at Coors Field. Um, guys, I'd be disappointed if that series isn't sold out or close to sold out. I mean, what more do you want?
5: Yeah, I mean, a, a weekend series. It's the Dodgers. It's September. It's two teams that are going to be battling for first place in National League West. It'll be packed down there. Sunday will be interesting though, because Sunday would be a uh, afternoon game, a one yes. ten game, uh, just across I twenty five at two twenty five. Broncos will be kicking off, so that'll be an interesting one. Of like, where are you going to be that day?
4: Well, you know, and I was the one who told you the uh, the Rockies game last Thursday night, or the previous Thursday, was far more important than an exhibition game, right? But this is the season opener. This is a little different. This is one of those games where uh, when the Broncos kick off the season, you have a choice to make. Uh, I find it hard to believe that you would choose uh, a Rockies game over the Broncos game, but we'll see. We'll, we'll find out. if If the Rockies and Dodgers played on the final day of the season, and a playoff spot was on the line then it's a no brainer but there's still some season to play even after this sunday we shall see yeah. i do i know this the rockies have given us everything we can ask for now what uh, see do but they have enough
5: yeah but here here's here's where i'm i'm going to argue a little bit with you here i think we need to stop saying they've given us everything we could ask for well,
1: what we do you need mean, to though? we
5: need to have a higher bar right we need to stop saying just get us to training camp that was that's been the mantra for 20 years and now it's Hey, Labor Day, they're in first place. They're hanging in there. No. You know what we can ask for? Everything we can ask for is go win a division. If you're in first place on September 4th, it's an eminently winnable division for the first time in a a long time. The Dodgers aren't running away with it. Giants aren't running away with it. The schedule sets up well for them. Everything we could ask for at this point is win the division. That's what I will be disappointed if they don't win the National League West. That needs to be the standard.
4: Of course, you'll be disappointed. I mean, I'm not saying that the expectations are ah just show up, but when I say they they've given us everything we can ask for, they're in position to do exactly what you said. I know. So they're. they're, I mean, this this is awesome. This is great. If they miss if they miss out on the division by one game, though, if 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 it comes down to the final week and they miss out a wild card and a playoff spot by one game, disappointing. Yes. End of the world. No. They're not heads and shoulders better than L.A. or Arizona. They're not. I,
5: I, mean, under, I understand that, but you, wait a minute. You, you're going to be disappointed if they don't win the division, disappointed if they don't make the playoffs. Yes. But it's not the end of the world? It's not what you're I, – I know how you'll react to it. Oh, my you'll gosh. To,
4: oh, guys got to go, this and that. I mean, that's not how we react to stuff like that. Well, first of all – We don't have the same reaction to
5: it. First of all, when's the last guy came on the airwaves and said he should be fired? Who's the who? I get it. Who did I say that about? Nobody. So your your depressed state
4: after a team loses is unlike any other person I know.
5: I just uh, fine. Here's what we'll do: after the final season, we'll print up some yellow ribbons, little participation ribbon. We can run down there. We can give them to Bud and say, "Hey, Bud, put these in everybody's locker. Great job." It's all we could ask for. Gave us a chance. Okay, so had a you're fun speak- September. you're
4: speaking in condescending fashion oh, Bud Black. Tell me what Bud Black. All right, let, let's nitpick. What did what did Bud Black do yesterday that you didn't like? Nothing. In a win?
5: Nothing. I didn't. I didn't say anything about it. I, was just, if, okay, I just. I just figured if, he'd be the guy to pass him out the, what the participation ribbon.
4: What if they had lost? Now, now it's the guy who. Seem to be above all of the issues with the bullpen. Oh, who gave up a pair of bombs in that position. See what I'm saying? That stuff's contagious, man. It's contagious in the bullpen especially. It's not one or two pitchers. Adovino had a bout of it last week. Adovino got a taste. Now it's oh. It's interesting how it's not just one guy. You can't. All I'm getting to is you can't blame one guy if things don't go your way. You never can. There's I'm, never not, one I'm not blaming
5: him. Although he, somebody keeps putting Matt Holiday in the starting lineup, which is beyond me, but, um, he's hitting like 380. Great. And he's an adventure in left field. And if you think he's going to continue to hit 380, okay. He's, um, he's
6: consistently giving them the best at bats. He was the only guy in San Diego who could give a good at bat in four series or four games there until they finally woke up on Sunday afternoon.
5: So you think he's a better option in left field, day in and day out, than David Dahl or Para? I'm
6: just so saying, we're, we're, like you're you're on this weird anti-Matt
5: Holiday yeah, kick, and he's I, been I great ever since he's been called up. Okay.
4: What what has what para done exactly to light up the world?
5: Well, I, he's hitting 2.77 over the course of an entire season versus 3.81 over a week. So in, I in I would moment. take that.
4: In, all right, but in a clutch moment, who would you rather have at the dish?
5: Problem is, in a clutch moment, here's here's the here's the main reason I don't like this. Because in a clutch moment, now they don't have Matt Holliday's bat because he constantly has to get pulled from the lineup for defensive reasons. Sure. So he wasn't coming up last night or yesterday in a clutch moment because he'd already been yanked because he's like having a fifty-year-old man out in left field. Like that's well, it, that's the issue I have it's, with it. It's
4: give and take. The one thing I'm it's it's great to see Nolan Arenado somewhat snap out of that horrendous slump he was in. What was it? 0 for seventeen before he got that hit in San Diego. I mean, he was human. He had once, on Friday night's game, he goes up late in the seventh inning, I think, and on three, three pitches, three in a row, just strikes out. I've never seen that of Nolan Arenado before. I've never seen that. never seen him be so um, human at the plate. And the fact that yesterday, he and his team were hitting the ball again, I, he's got to be good for the Rockies to be, be good. There's just no other way around it. He's got to be a good player. Otherwise, they're screwed.
6: Well, and Corey Sullivan made uh, a little bit of waves yesterday on the postgame show. Jenny Kavnar about fell out of her chair. Why? When he said, it's time to start having the conversation that Trevor Story is the best player on the Rockies and he's the MVP. And he's bet, he may be better than Nolan. And that was pretty interesting to hear come out of Corey Sullivan's mouth and to see Jenny's reaction. Uh, Story obviously has been great, but to say he's better than Nolan, I-, I thought it was interesting. I mean, obviously Story had the two home runs yesterday.
4: A case can be made. I mean, look at their batting average. It's not too far apart. 301 for Nolan. T. Story 295. Slugging percentage is pretty much the same. On base percentage is pretty much the same. Their stats don't lie. They've got the same numbers. Now glove work, we know how good Nolan is at third base. Trevor Story's not far behind. I mean, there's a case to be made. Do I agree? No. I, I still think Nolan is the heartbeat of the team. But a case can be made that Trevor story suddenly having a better
0: season.
5: Yeah, but, I mean, this ties into the conversation we had earlier in the year of, you know, hey, I'm tired of hearing everybody say, oh, we just got to do whatever Nolan wants, and what does Nolan want? And, oh, my God, I hope Nolan is happy, which just gets to be tiresome. When's the last time anybody said, hey, is Trevor happy? Is Trevor thrilled with everything the front office is doing? It's just such a... A uh, one-sided deal with that guy. Gosh, is he really that high-maintenance, or are we just making him that high-maintenance?
4: I think we're making him high-maintenance. I've okay. had the pleasure of speaking to him many times, and I think we're making way too much of his demands. Agreed. He has no demands. He just wants to play baseball.
5: We would play... And you know what?
4: He wants to play winning baseball. When's the last time you heard him say anything to that point that he's unhappy? if They're winning. I got this on Twitter last week. when When Nolan was slumping... Somebody tweeted and said, it's about time Nolan gives his team some directives again. I go, directives? He's 0 for 16. He needs the directives, not the team. I mean, it's a team game, man. It's never bigger than one guy. Never is and never will be. Everyone's got to help each other in this. In, when you're in a playoff chase, it's unsuspecting dudes like Noel Cuevas who come up in the eighth inning and get key hits. I get That's it. what it comes down to.
5: I'm I'm with you but you remember right after the trade deadline you were in the locker room you did an interview for him yes. with him we played that on the airwaves and it yes. turned into read between the lines segment and what is he really saying here and I was the one saying he didn't say anything that he was unhappy but well, he, we we were, we were down at training camp and everybody's carrying on and on and on about how he's unhappy that they didn't make a big splashy move not I what think the that's guy why said I
4: asked. But that's why I asked the question just to make sure you got that off the mat and just took care of it right there and then. You ask him the question so he can answer it the way he did. This is not about me. And that's exactly what he said. This exactly. is not about Nolan Arenado. It's about our team. And, and, and now they're playing like it. it you, you have to play that way. It can't be about one guy. But at the but end? You know what? Down the stretch, you're gonna have to have guys out of left field just show up and... By the way, I know they just acquired him right at the waiver deadline. Who's this Butera guy? Is that how you pronounce the name?
5: Yeah, he's you- the catcher from Kansas City who was the uh, backup on their World Series team. So he's uh, right there in between the Tony Walters, Chris a batting average of one was at 170, one was at 220. You squeeze him right in at a buck 88 and he's raring to go.
4: That was sort of a reach. He went over three. I mean, what's, what's the need there? I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to sign a catcher, aren't you going to sign somebody with a little more significance?
5: Yeah. yeah, I mean he's the that's the position they needed to address. It's the position we've been you know standing on, on top of the mountain yelling, "Go get a catcher, go get a catcher." Uh, I guess we've been a, should have been a little more specific of go get a catcher who can play. But okay, that's fine. I guess they went and got a catcher. They listened. I,
4: I know this is going to sound field day, and I've mentioned it oh, already. Oh
5: gosh, here we go.
4: But I'm going to give Tyler Anderson a ton of credit, and he only pitched what. Five and a half innings. He didn't go the distance by any means. But he outpitched Madison Bumgarner. He had seven Ks. Gave up six hits. Gave up three runs. Bumgarner gave up twice that.
6: Clearly skipping a start was a, a good idea. I'm
5: with you on that.
4: I mean, was he not much better, far yeah. better than what we saw in the month of August?
5: He was, although although that's a pretty low bar. I get it, um, but we saw up his six name in the
4: Manchester, when you saw his name in the lineup and you saw Madison Bumgarner on the other side of the ledger, weren't you thinking L?
5: Yeah. No, I, to me, that had 8-1 loss written all over it. So the I mean, fact that goodness. they were able to get a win yesterday is uh, monumental in a lot of different ways. So, no, I'm, I'm with you. Look, all I'm saying, Vic, is we just need to stop saying the Rockies have given us everything we could ask for. I think that- But up
4: until now they have. No, I mean, we- We need to start asking for more. We Wait need a a minute. to-
5: We need to Wait start asking for more.
4: This team's in first place on September fourth. There's nothing false about that well, statement. The Colorado Rockies have given us everything we could hope for. No, yes, they, they should that be, is
5: true. They'd be t- they'd be ten games up if their bullpen wasn't a disaster. You're a
4: greedy man.
5: No, I because I, I want one greedy. division title in the history You're, of the you, franchise. But,
4: but I get it, but one? that's not how life works. It's going to be hard. Listen. Again, you're going to agonize Man. over the next 3 weeks, James. You're going to have days where you're going to want to throw your phone. That's how these things work. Get I'm, ready, prepare for the agony. It's not that easy, bud. I'm you're not, not going to win 20 straight down the line.
5: I'm like the kid at the Easter egg hunt who wants one egg and you're like, "Stop being so greedy." I want yeah. one. No, you you're the guy
4: in the Halloween line who wants four or five candies and I have to point out to the young man, stop it. What are you doing?
5: <laughs> four or five candies. That's what I, you I want one division yeah. title. You want a king-size bar though. Joys. You're greedy. No, you're not
4: getting all the almond joys. <laughs> Calm down. All right, when we come back, uh, a look at the Broncos depth chart as it uh uh we got the first official depth chart going into game week. The games are real now, so I, I guess we have a different stance on this stuff. I'm here with Kyle Keefe at the UC Health Poudre Valley Hospital in Fort Collins. And I'm here today to kick off our walk. We are going to go 82 miles over the course of three days. We'll stop along the way, obviously. I'll be doing my radio show along the way at select locations. But this is where we kick it off. Good folks at UC Health have hooked us up, man. We got these bags full of, uh, uh, juices and gold bond powder. Thank you for that. Uh, we have, what are these, what are these things called that you can drink out of? The backpacks, the, Hydration packs, that's what they are. we got everything we need to survive 82 miles. Fellas, if I make it two miles, we'll be lucky. We'll find out after today because we're going to get started at 10 a.m. this morning. When we come back, we'll get started on this Broncos depth chart. Starting running backs a rookie. What do you think about Royce Freeman being the man? It's Altitude 950, the Vic Lombardi Show.
17: Labor Day is here, and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at Mountain High Appliance. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. And if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances, then you've come to the right place. Check out our huge selection of fridge store refrigerators. So many styles and colors, you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen. Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. For even crazier discounts, visit our new Denver Clearance Center or Louisville Clearance Center. For a limited time, save an additional 10, 15, or 20% off our already discounted prices when you buy one or more appliances. Save up to 80%. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com.
3: Mountain High Appliance in Louisville, your favorite appliance.
0: Thank you. The Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. ColoradoRapids.com
18: If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Taphouse in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Taphouse has all the pro games. Yeah, Enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop and Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker.
16: The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brannon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one,
19: dot com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA. They approve business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at com.
11: Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now, and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every ship. Ugh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the Potential to earn
3: a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I 70. They only need two years of all season or mountain driving experience with tractor trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is 25 56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of a to $12,500 for job requirements and to apply, log on to Safeway Denver Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. The Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: Eastbound C470 right around Colorado Boulevard overpass. There is an accident clearing now off the left lane. It's slow from Santa Fe. Traffic is brought to you by Weston Hotels and Resorts. On Southbound Highway 85, an accident at 104th in the Henderson area backing up traffic to 112th. Weston empowers your well-being while on the road with rejuvenating heavenly beds and signature wellness programs designed to help you stay in control while traveling. Weston, let's rise. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
3: The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
9: What <laughs> are the headlines?
20: The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention?
3: <laughs> the big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson
10: Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day.
21: I really like Trevor's second. I mean the home, the three-run homer fell behind 0-2, and then Bumgarner, as he can do, you know, tantalized Trev with some pitches down below the zone, hoping for the chase, and and didn't get it. Full count, Trevor threw a uh, you know a great swing on a on a breaking ball that looked to be a little bit up in the strike zone.
4: Darn right, he threw a great swing on it. Two swings off Gardner. The first one made it 4 nothing. The second one made it 7-2. A pair of Trevor Story bombs. You got a 7-2 lead in the fifth, and you hold on for dear life to beat the Giants. Meanwhile, in Los Angeles, the New York Metropolitans, they helped the Rockies cause.
8: And the Mets have defeated the Dodgers in the opener of this three-game series.
4: yes. They win the opener and the Dodgers lose. The Rockies wake up in first place in the National League West. First time they've been first place this late in the season since nineteen ninety five. It's been a while. All right, the Broncos are getting ready this week. It's game week against Seattle, of course, Sunday. Yesterday the depth chart was released, and so were the names of the captains.
13: Well, we announced captains today and we had uh, we had six guys uh elected today. On offense, we had Case Keenum and Matt uh, Paradis. On defense, we had Von Miller and Todd Davis. And on special teams, we had McManus and uh, and Janovich.
4: I don't think anybody's going to argue those names. We can discuss one name that's no longer a Denver Bronco, a name that will surface in Buffalo to work out with the Buffalo Bills, former Bronco Paxton Lynch.
13: Paxton's gone, so that story's gone with him. You know, we have a big game on Sunday. We have we have three quarterbacks in our house that we um, we feel good about, but Paxton, that's gone. That story should be gone with him. I wish him well. He deserved that. Bronco
4: fans should be encouraged by the rest of the division because I don't think there's a team out there that's going to carry this this league, this division. I mean, every team's got weaknesses, including the Oakland Raiders who gave away. Their best defensive player, Khalil Mack, traded from Oakland to the Chicago Bears.
8: We're going to be second-guessed until the cows come home on this. I understand that. But uh, bottom line is we did do our due diligence. There was a standoff, and he got a, a great contract from the Bears. A great contract.
4: That is big news right now. fellows. what do you guys think of Chucky's move there? I mean, from the onset, it was obvious that he was not going to value Khalil Mack. Uh, not to the kind of money he was willing to make. So they're going to give away arguably a top three defensive player uh, for a couple first-round draft picks. Smart move, good move. Well, measure
5: that I-, I think it's a very risky move from the standpoint of, you know, you, you, both those first-round picks, you, all, you hope that one of them can be even remotely as good as Khalil Mack. So trading away a known commodity in, in his prime is, uh, uh, yeah. is risky, uh, to, to put it mildly.
4: Yeah, when you have a commodity in hand, we know what kind of gamble yeah. the NFL draft has become. You have a guy who's a difference maker. And now you're hoping you're hoping one of the guys becomes one. That's a tough one for me.
5: It, I agreed. Here's the here's the one thing I'll say to, to in defense of the Raiders though. Look at like the last three big contracts that defensive players have, have gotten. Khalil Mack, thirty hours before Aaron Donald, and then go back to Vaughn Miller. What did all three of those teams have in common? They didn't have a big-money quarterback on their roster, right? The Rams have Jared Goff, who I get it. He was a high pick, but he's still on a rookie contract. Mitch Trubisky was a high pick, but he's still on a rookie contract. And the Broncos had Simeon and Paxton. So they didn't have huge money tied up in a quarterback. The Raiders have pretty big money tied up in Carr. So it's difficult to have the highest-paid defensive player. When Carr signed his contract, what, a year and a half ago, two years ago? He was the highest-paid player in the league that's tough to do and have anything else on your roster. It's the only defense for what they did of, hey, you got to pick. You're going to have the highest-paid quarterback. You're going to have the highest-paid defensive player. It's next to impossible to do both. That's the one defense.
4: Well, I guess what you're saying is you're right. Uh, the makeup of the modern NFL and the way these salary caps work, you have to make a choice. And given that choice, I think you'd have to be silly to choose anything but a quarterback. Uh, that's yes. the most important position on the team. But you better be darn sure it's the right quarterback. Cause if you make that choice and you're wrong and you give up a known commodity like Khalil Mack and you're not right on that quarterback, you got some issues there. Is there a team out there though that does have that situation? Is there a team that exists in the NFL that is paying both those positions? A pass rusher and a quarterback?
5: Not that I can think of well, off the, the top the, of my the, head. The
4: Broncos are spending what, 16 mil on their quarterback? Yeah.
5: And he's, I mean, he's not getting Aaron Rodgers money, but he's getting decent money. Um, you know he's a 15 million dollar cap hit. Case Keenum is, but uh, that's that's pushing it. You're you're hard pressed to find an elite quarterback and an elite pass rusher. So here's the question, really, Raiders fans need to ask. Because everybody's saying, would you rather have uh, Khalil Mack or two first round picks? That's an easy question for me. I'd rather have Khalil Mack. Give me the known commodity over two draft picks that could turn into be who knows what any day of the week. The real question though is, would you rather have Khalil Mack or Derek Carr? that's the way you have to evaluate yeah. it. And if you take yeah. Khalil Mack over an elite quarterback who has been banged up the last couple of years and hasn't really played up to that contract since he signed it, well, then I don't think you're really understanding the way the game works. Uh, I agree. Pass rushers are great. They're nice to have. Broncos had an elite pass rusher last year and a crappy quarterback. How well did they do?
4: Well, therein lies the uh, era of many teams' ways. Y- y- you have to fortify that quarterback position, no matter how many chances, how many tries it takes. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how much money you throw at it, how many draft picks you throw at it. I don't care if you draft a quarterback in every round every year. You have to make sure you're set there. Because if you're not set there, this is all a waste of time.
5: Yeah, exactly. The rest of it is all just window dressing. Yeah, it doesn't
4: matter it, how good Khalil Mack is. Doesn't matter how good Von Miller. The, the Broncos went five and eleven with Von Miller.
5: But it's the it doesn't trap doesn't matter. It's the trap everybody fell into here. I, everybody said, oh, the Bron- no, I agree, Broncos I, won a Super Bowl you. without an elite I'm quarterback, you. which is balderdash.
4: Last year, if, if you had given me the option to trade Von Miller, and again, people look at this and say, how dare you say this? How sacrilegious of you to say trade Von Miller. But if you had given me the option a year ago to trade Von Miller for an elite quarterback, and then it depends on what your definition of elite is, but any quarterback that gives you a chance to make the playoffs and win in the playoffs, if you give me that opportunity, I'll make that trade every day.
5: I would trade Von Miller for Derek Carr. I would too. So, th- that- I would
4: too, and it sounds, it sounds silly. It sounds silly, but it's the truth.
5: Yeah. That, that's all you need to know about this, this move. And look, I get it. It's strange to get, get rid of a guy that's a former defensive player of the year and a guy who's in his prime. And I totally understand that. But if given the choice, I'll take the elite quarterback. And to some extent, that's the choice the Raiders had to make.
4: All right, let's take a look at the Broncos depth chart released yesterday, the very first one. This is the one that matters. You know, you get these depth charts during uh, preseason, and a lot of the times you know it's going to change. And and it did change. Uh, I'll just go down the list. Receiver positions, Emmanuel Sanders, of course, a starter, and Demarius Thomas. No surprise there. Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Deshaun Hamilton are uh, backups. Your offensive line. Left tackle, Garrett Bowles. Left guard, Ron Leary. Center, Matt Paradis. Paradis, by the way, also a captain, offensive captain. Connor McGovern wins the job at right guard. Jared Valdir at right tackle. Uh, what do you guys think about that offensive line? I, I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're better, but I'm not entirely sold on them yet. I, I have to watch them play.
5: I think that's the fair way to put it. Cause look, Gerald, Jared, Jared Valdir looked fine in camp. He looked fine in his uh, spot play during preseason, but we're hearing all these things. Oh, he's a beast of a man. We heard all the same things about Menelik Watson and all the guys who've come through here in the last two or three years to try and patch this together. If Gerald Valdir was that great, I'm not sure Arizona lets him go. So I want to see him do it against Seattle on Sunday. Then I'll start to buy into it a little more. I'm still not convinced other than hope, which fine, I'll, I'll, I'll be hopeful other than hope that they have solved the turnstile that has been the right tackle position for three years. Not not sold mild, on it.
4: Mild surprise at the tight end spot. Uh, Hireman and Jake Butt make the team, of course. Matt Lacoste makes the team. So uh, three dudes who essentially um, look the part. They look the same. Do they play the same? We'll find out. But that's the tight end spot. Uh, Hireman is going to be your starter. That's where he's listed. The running back position, this is where some news was made yesterday. A uh, couple things I want to get to on this. First of all, Royce Freeman being the starter, watching preseason football, he just looks different, doesn't yeah. he? Not? He just looks like a guy who's able to shake a tackle. And that's something the Broncos haven't had in quite some time. Just shake a tackle. At some point, you've got to make something of it, because the offensive line, You know, we blame the O-line for not making the holes, but you got to be able to get to the second level on your own. And Royce Freeman has proven to do that.
5: Yeah, a lot of times, uh, an elite running back, you gotta make, one, you gotta make at least one guy miss, right? That's what TD and, uh, Clinton Portis and guys who've come through this town who were great at that position. Look, they didn't, every guy doesn't get blocked on every play. Sometimes you gotta make a guy miss. Uh, that's what Devontae Booker has been unable to do. He goes down at first contact and first guy and it's a, why he's two yards in a cloud of dust. So, uh, this doesn't surprise me, but I, did, that they've named Royce Freeman as the starter, but I think we do need to pump the brakes a little bit. The, uh, the Denver Post with its, uh, top performing rookie running backs in NFL history of Dickerson and George Rogers and, I mean, come on. Let's, let's let the kid play a few games before we start throwing out names like that
4: i don't i don't have my post in front of me this morning since i'm in fort collins so i'm uh, denied that pleasure of looking at the headlines uh well what is the headline exactly what does it say
5: oh it's just talking about how he's a you know another one of the uh, the rare rookie starting running backs and a young gun and you know he's gonna punish opponents and putting him uh, in the same conversation as portis and mike anderson Rolandis gary bobby humphrey and terrell davis let's uh let's wait and see
4: I will delve into the defensive side, and, and then, of course, the arrival of one Kevin Hogan. Kevin Hogan replacing Paxton Lynch. And I guess you have to ask yourself this question, Manchester, because nobody more vociferous in defense of Paxton Lynch than you. I get it. Will he find a job in the NFL this year? Will he have a place to play football? That will say a lot about Paxton Lynch and what other teams think of him. More on that when we come back. you got the Vic Lombardi Show.
10: Oh, it's back in the news, Big Rye. Nate Kreckman. The conversation
7: about the 18-game NFL schedule. Which
14: I've been a proponent
3: of for several years. Ryan
2: Harris. Get the bleep. Out of here. It's not apples to apples. That's not going to fly. There's going to have to be a massive restructuring in contracts. Cost versus quality of product when it comes to preseason football.
10: I think a lot of us would like to see something changed right there. Uh, Kreckman and Harris, 3-6 to
3: six, on Altitude 950. Preseason football sucks.
12: Jokic for three. Yeah, Dilly, oh my. Mile-high basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchanged. Now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now.
4: Dribble drive all the way, coming in Got
12: Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP.
9: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm
7: going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. natural and affordable way to boost your testosterone go to andro 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro 400.com
10: cool 105 presents cool concert 2018 starring rick springfield live also starring Loverboy. boy Special guest, tin Blossoms. And Tommy Two Tone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just ten fifty. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all altitude ticket outlets.
11: Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options too. Just go to khwindows.com khwindows.com Com.
3: for window siding, doors and more K&H Home solutions has what you're looking for.
1: hey car lovers Jack Farland from Farland classic restoration here have you heard of a pro tour car a pro tour car is the melding of a classic like a 69 Camaro with a totally clean burning modern engine with new suspension and electronics The result is an eco-friendly, fast, fun, and reliable car. Let us help you build your dream car. Find out more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com.
8: Hey ABS fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Star! my hey, in the zone. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads!
3: The altitude 950 traffic update.
15: There is an accident eastbound C470 right around Colorado Boulevard overpass. Truck is clearing it off the left lane. It's stopback traffic to Santa Fe. Traffic is brought to you by Weston Hotels and Resorts. An accident on Santa Fe or southbound Highway 85 at 104th with backups to 112th. Crash Boulder Turnpike at Wadsworth. So watch for that if you're traveling westbound. Weston empowers your well-being while on the road with rejuvenating heavenly beds and signature wellness programs designed to help you stay in control while traveling west end let's rise i'm chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
3: altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to vic lombardi
13: Sewell played really well thursday i mean he looked he looked explosive he tackled well he looked really he looked good in space you know, so as a as a high safety, he looked really good. So I was really impressed with Sua, and I was hoping his knee would respond the, the right way so he can play for us on Sunday. But it did not. So he needs a scope to get it cleaned out. He'll be back hopefully two months.
4: They must really like them some Sua Cravens because they're willing to wait and wait and wait some more. Sua Cravens will start the season on IR. Got a, a knee issue that he's going to sort out. Hopefully have him back in mid season some point. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. I am in Fort Collins at Poudre Valley Hospital where we will begin our walk of all walks. We are walking the walk and talking the talk today. Kyle keeping myself going 82 miles from UCL to Pepsi Center over the course of three days. Kyle is currently stretching, doing some sort of calisthenic work. I've asked him to come on and uh, provide some uh, insight and he's being a diva. He refuses to be acknowledged at all publicly. Uh he is really intense right now fellas getting ready for this walk. Frankly, I don't think he lasts 3 kilometers, let alone 82 miles.
5: Well, yeah, the 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 bet isn't whether or not you guys finish. The bet is who taps out first. Yes. Uh He's I, like
4: talking himself in It's funny, he's talking to himself. He's like uh he's doing one of those daily affirmations in the mirrors. Mm-hmm. It, it's crazy.
5: My money is on Keith to tap out first cuz he's going to have some hypochondriac like reaction. <laughs> Also
6: Vic I was doing the the math with my parents yeah. this weekend I was explaining this to them they're like yeah. they're going to be walking like 14 hours a day so that yes. means you get done it at- two
5: AM so how are you supposed to do your radio show tomorrow? That's the part that doesn't work, because they have wait, to wait, be wait, somewhere wait. at six PM tonight. Yeah. What
4: do you mean? We're not we're not walking fourteen hours a day. What kind of math? what kind of Denver math is this? I thought I would your dad was start
5: a putting pen to paper on legitimate pace oh, here. I don't think anybody pen to paper this they, thing. No, I don't think it they just did came either. up it you know was like eighty two
4: miles, three days, whatever. What's funny about this, I'm basing all of this all of these analytics, all of this math, I'm basing on Kyle's math. You're exactly right. So yeah. he already set the pace. He like did it in his head calculator of where we need to be. So the fact that I'm basing my entire three year livelihood here over the the course of the next three days, I should say, on his math that troubles me. Yeah. That concerns me.
5: It should. We did a little math with him last week when he was on, and I was trying to explain yes. how many times it would be like walking a golf course, and he's like, no, that's like 14,000 yards. Like, yeah, you're in a world oh my of God. hurt. You're in trouble. You have no oh idea. God. If you need to get to where you're getting to tonight, you're going to get there around like
6: midnight.
4: What kind of pace do you think we're on? An HW bowling pace? I'm, I'm just telling
6: walk, you, man. Dude. Yeah, you, you didn't put pen to paper on this. And, and it's gonna just burn you at about four o'clock this afternoon when you realize you're not even halfway to your destination. Fam-
4: We're not yogging, dude. We're walking.
5: Famous last words. Cause you keep dismissing it of like,
4: it's a walk. It's a walk. Yeah. yeah. It's
5: a 82 <laughs> mile walk.
4: <laughs> okay. Like uh, crazy. The uh, the Broncos, you heard they put Sua Cravens on on IR. So clearly they think that highly of him that he's going to be back and contribute to this team. He can play. You know the new IR rules they changed that a couple years ago where uh you're not done for the season. You can come back. And there's a couple guys they hope will come back. Let's take a look at the rest of the team and starting with the quarterback spot. Case Keenum, of course, the bona fide starter. Nobody's uh, challenging that. Chad Kelly currently listed at number two. Kevin Hogan at number three. I want to ask you guys. Why did the Broncos wait to release Paxton Lynch? And the answer is pretty simple. They tried to trade Paxton Lynch. There were no takers. But they waited until the last possible minute. They waited and waited. Do you think if Kevin Hogan had not been available, do you think they still would have released Paxton Lynch?
5: Probably not. I I think there were two things. One, I think they wanted to, to trade him and get something for him, and they couldn't. Um and then two, I think they wanted to see that there was somebody uh, available on the waiver wire that they liked that they wanted to bring in, and then once they saw Kevin Hogan and put in the claim on him, it's wait and see if you you get the claim so uh i I think it was I think it was twofold just the the fact that they're enamored with Kevin Hogan, who's now on his fourth team who has done nothing at any stop along the way, who's just a another guy with pedestrian talent. It's just, it's head-scratching to me. But you really get this
4: all wrong, Manchester. In no way are they enamored. They didn't bring in Kevin Hogan, hoping Kevin Hogan will lead this team to the promised land. You know why they brought in Kevin Hogan? Because they trust him with scout team duty. And what does that tell you about the guy they let go They didn't even trust him with the opposing team's game plan on a weekly basis. That's how much trust they lost in Paxton Lynch. They would rather have some guy off the street who played for four different teams run the scout team than Paxton Lynch. That's what it tells me.
5: Okay, so now they're making roster decisions based on scout team. It's part of it. That's ridiculous. You got to have a third string quarterback. That's ridiculous. So they're gonna throw. They're gonna get rid of a guy that they traded up to draft in the first round after four starts, after two seasons, after he went out when they finally let him play. Finally let him play an offense that was tailored for his talents, 12 of the 15 passes he threw in the final preseason game. He was in shotgun. He went 14 out of 15, 128 yards, two touchdowns, and no picks. It's the best any quarterback has played for the Broncos in any game, preseason, regular season, or otherwise, in three years, and they're going to cut him because they don't trust him to run the scout team. Let me tell you why. Oh, my God, I've heard it all now. You ready for this?
4: No, you haven't heard it all. You, here's what you need to hear. Here's what you need wow. to hear. They cut him? How many teams came rocking at his door looking to sign him? I, what does it tell you? What does it tell you when a guy gets cut? He survives waivers. Nobody even calls him, and all he musters is a workout with the Buffalo Bills. What does that tell you? What do you think the rest of the league thinks of Paxton Lynch? When the Broncos go through all this rigmarole, let him go, and nobody gives him a call.
5: I tell you what enough it tells said, me. No, it's it's over. no, 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 no. No, that's not enough said. Nobody wanted to pay him a first-round draft pick contract, so nobody picked him up off waivers to let the Broncos off the hook okay. for that. But so n- that's but what that tells waivers. me. And now, he's, see, had now four, he's, he's had four teams calling. He's working out for the Bills today. What, what, what does it need to be? like What would what would satisfy you that Paxton is actually in demand, uh, four teams calling him and getting a workout day two? That's not enough? It's just another so, knock on okay. the kid. So, so I'm not trying to knock him when he's out because I agree with
4: you. I think he played great in the preseason finale, and I think that's the way he should be used. But you can't tell me the league looks at it the way you do. The league looks at this guy and says,
5: eh,
4: eh, yeah, whatever. Give him a workout, see if he still has anything left. I mean, if he can't play, okay.
5: Well, we're once again. The, this is no different than we we re, we read into Vance Joseph's comments all the time. We read into Nolan Arnano's comments, and now I'm we're reading you. into this.
4: I'm not telling you. I'm showing you. I okay. am showing you what the league is doing. I'm sure nobody signed him. Nope, nope. Nobody's gone out of the way to. They're they're going to offer him a workout. They're going to offer him an audition, just like they do any average Joe. There's workouts every day at Bronco camp, all the time. So what? You get a workout and that
5: you get a medal for that? Okay, fine. So when he signs there, then what?
4: Good. Well, let's see. Let's see how long it takes. Let's okay. see how many teams. He'll be the
6: number three in Buffalo. It's a non-story. Yeah.
4: Let's
5: see how many teams are waiting to sign him. I just don't. Why are you guys and and almost everybody you, else what, what, in this town I'm so excited that the guy didn't make it here and flamed H-W. out? H-W. And sound then excited? just so gleeful that and look what a bust he no, is. Frankly, He's not even going to sign anywhere else. H-W. 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 It Do I sound? True. I'm just wondering.
4: Do I sound excited?
6: No, you don't sound excited. I think we're all just relieved that this is the last time we have to talk about the kid. He's the biggest bust in Broncos history.
5: He's the first-round quarterback. Have a little perspective beyond 2000. He's not the biggest bust in Broncos history. It
4: is the worst, and it's bigger than Ted Gregory because of the position. It's bigger than Ted Gregory. Don't give me that Ted... Gregory crap because he played defensive line. This is the quarterback spot. They moved up to get him. The quarterback. He started the fewest amount of games for any first round quarterback since some guy named Drunken Miller. It is the biggest bust in Broncos history. That's he a started. Fact. The, he started. I'm not the, trying to rub no, no, it in. It's, it's a fact.
5: fact. It is. Yes, it is. Okay, how is he a worse draft pick, first round draft pick, than Tommy Maddox? That's a quarterback. A, he started Tommy four Maddox games and never did in this league. He never Tommy won a Maddox game as a Bronco. games. Not in Denver. Matter. Okay, time out, time out. Time out. Time out. So if Paxton Lynch goes on and wins games for the Steelers, is he no longer the worst draft choice in Broncos history to you? That's going to solve it? Because Tommy Maddox never won a game as a Bronco, ever. He started four games. The
4: only person in Denver. So that I just want to
5: make sure that's what we're saying, is that when he goes to Pittsburgh and wins game after five years out of the league and after a stint in, in, in the Great. XFL, then he's no longer a bust. Because that's your explanation for, for you Tommy something. Maddox, which I'm is just laughable?
4: I'm rooting for the kid. I hope that he wins games. I hope he sticks in the league. I'm not that guy. No. I'm not rooting against him. What I am i is, is I'm, I'm trying to tell you, can you finally,
5: no. finally no. figure it out? It's a failure on the part of everyone involved, including Paxton Lynch. It's a failure on the scouting department. It's a failure on the GM. And it's a failure on the coaching staff. Because they, they did a pee-poor job of maximizing that guy's talent. It's a complete and utter failure by everybody at Dove Valley. But, you, you know, you're, you and the rest of the media, and Vance Joseph now too, of, hey, nothing against the guy, and then you rip him. It's like when you say, no offense. And then you just say something that's going to be offensive. Like, let's not caveat well, it. Let's let me not take caveat our, our ripping of right, Paxton Lynch. Everybody rooted this. against him because he made a funny dab video the first day he got drafted yeah. or whatever. And it's just poke fun at the kid. Let's call him a pirate. Let's call him stupid. Let's t- say he smokes marijuana. Let's say he plays video games. Let's say he's a bad dancer. Let's just say all these terrible negative things about the guy. And then... Kick him when he's out the door too. I I can't wait till Paxton Lynch goes somewhere and wins football games, and then you can change your. He's the worst draft choice in the history of Broncos football, which is last. Where, where's he gonna win well, football that's games? The flag yeah, that's football incredible. league he plays yeah, in back great. in
4: Florida. It's the top of the hour. The CFL awaits. Uh, he is the biggest. There you go. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's another Broncos backhanded
18: knock history.
10: Not Good even luck close. To you, have a little draft. Have a little. Good perspective. luck to you. Have a you got the Dick Lombardi
4: Show. We're back after this. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports
3: Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at
18: 830 with Connor Cape on the call.
3: KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Colorado Rapids. The Denver Nuggets. And the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Dick Lombardi. The drop, here comes pressure. Throws it to a little, grabs it to La He's got the first down at the 30. Stick out of tackle. Running 40. Here he goes. La is gone. 20, 15, 10, 5.
10: Touchdown. Touchdown, Colorado.
4: Thanks to the CU Buffs, Mark Johnson, for the call. Fellas, I was listening to some of that CU-CSU game on the radio uh for some reason CBS Sports Net whatever that's called did not have the first quarter of the game broadcast they were carrying the western michigan game or whatever the heck was on that night
5: mm-hmm. did you guys
4: have that same issue
5: yeah they had to finish the blowout game that was still in progress before they could switch to the CU game.
4: Were you as angry as I was during that? I mean, I'm yes. like, w- where's the game? You know, yeah. the first part of the game, you can't wait for the first part of the game. We missed the first two touchdowns.
5: It was 14-0 by the time they finally clicked over to, uh, CU and CSU, which was, uh, very disappointing. Not
4: only... We couldn't even stream it. I was trying to stream it. I was trying to fu- – it was nowhere to be found.
5: To not be able to make that switch in the local markets, at least, it is pretty laughable that you can't make the, the transition so that at least CU and CSU fans can can watch the game. It was uh, it was very upsetting.
4: Anyway, I heard Gary Barnett, former CU coach, describe uh, LaVisca Chanot, and it's the first time I'd seen him play, obviously, because we're not allowed to watch practice up there, so I have no idea what to see. And he said he is, hands down, the best player on the field. He said this early in the game, early in the game, before he even did anything. He said, watch out for this kid. He's the best player on the field. I'm like, really? Some freshman? I mean, I, I, I've never even heard of him. And he turned out, as soon as he caught the ball, what was that catch he made over the middle? And he shook off, uh, I think, a linebacker. He showed the strength and balance to shake him off and run up the gut with that in just amazing breakaway speed. That kid's going to be special, boys. Yeah, that he, is a special football player.
5: He tur- turned a third and 14 in the in the in the second half on the little dump-off pass into an 89-yard touchdown. Right? So it's a it, you're normally just throwing the ball there taking something safe, giving yourself a little more room so you can punt, and instead he takes it 89 yards, which I believe is the fourth longest scoring play in CU history. Um, that's just a, that's a game changer, right? I mean, we talk a lot about it with the Broncos of, hey, where's the big playability? Where's some juice? That's what you have to have is a guy who can take a dump off pass on third and 14 and go 89 yards for a touchdown. That solves all sorts of problems. That makes your quarterback look better. It makes your offensive coordinator look like he knows what it, that he's doing. That is just a – it's an absolute game changer when you have that kind of talent. Yeah. And Gary Barnett's right. And like I said in the first hour, anybody who just turned on the game and had never watched a football game before could tell that's the best guy – that's the best player on the field. It wasn't even close.
4: You know, there's a certain attribute that great players have that goes unnoticed to many, and it just happens. Somebody described this to me. I was i was at Notre Dame over the weekend, and we were talking to Rocket Ismail, and some – a uh, linebacker who practiced against him every day, he said what well, was great about Rocket, Chad Brown can speak to this because he experienced it, was not just his speed and his electricity, was his balance and how hard it was to bring them down. This kid, Cheneau, showed me that just in one game, how hard it is to bring him down because he's so well balanced. You have that in a football player, along with speed and strength and everything else, you got the complete player. I was also impressed, guys, with Steven Montez. He had one bad pass. That pass yeah. into a bracket coverage down the sideline, ill-advised, obviously, with the safety over the top. Other than that, he
5: looked good. Yeah, he had three incomplete passes on the night, that one that you were talking about, and then two drops. So, I mean, you can't be much more efficient than that. Um, Mark Kisle had a really interesting column, I think it was in Sunday's post, uh, about the connection to the Mannings and going to the Manning camp and and now working with a guy who... Uh, who kind of had mentored Eli Manning and, you know, basically was, hey, if you're going to be a great quarterback, you have to, uh, you have to live the game. You have to eat, breathe, sleep football, become more of a student of the game. And, and Steven Montez, at least according to reports and according to stories and according to what we saw in, in game one, is doing that that he's now kind of a a gym rat of sorts and he's uh, he's he's watching more film and doing all those kind of things and boy I know it's only a small sample size but one game in it sure looked like it made a uh, a world of difference. So you're taking the boys to Lincoln this weekend, huh? Yes, sir. You yes, ready sir. to go, huh? It uh, yeah it's gonna be fun. I I am looking forward to it. Now I've I've been there a few times. I have never seen see you win in Lincoln. I thought I was going to get a victory one time and watch a victory one time and then uh, a 59-yard field goal uh beat the Buffs down the stretch. Oh, what so, was that
4: kid's name who kicked that?
5: Alex Henry. That's right. Um, That's right. So, you know, it, it I, I'm I'm going in cautiously optimistic, but um, you know, Nebraska getting their game rained out, CU coming off of a big win, I I feel pretty good about it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good experience. The boys I, will like it.
4: And I just wonder when you're playing a team for the first time in a long time, and we know the history between the Huskers and the Buffs, it just, to me, and this is from afar, it's going to take a couple games to get back into it. Like, I'm not as charged up about this game as I was five years ago when we were in the heart of it, right? I'm just not. It just doesn't mean as much right now. It's a new era. Scott Frost, we haven't seen Nebraska play. We don't know that they've been pretty poor of late. It's been a bad football team. The yeah. Buffs have been pretty bad, subpar yeah. football team. Very so fair. it doesn't have the same. I don't feel it yet. I want to feel it, but it's just not there.
5: No, but I think you will, Vic. When you see them on the field together, you see those two two uniforms out there. You're like, okay, here we go. Here's the other thing. And this is gonna people are gonna take this as a knock, but CSU fan, when's the last time you had a game on ABC? This is the ABC game on Saturday. That's gonna make it feel pretty big time too. Getting you back to, to- You had
4: to find a way yeah, he had to, to jab bring down him, right. CSU, didn't you? you I, I'm to.
5: just asking, when's the last time they had an ABC
6: game? Well, you'll like this, Manchester. I found a really interesting column from Paul Klee, um about the CU-CSU Rocky Mountain Showdown, and I don't want to put words in Paul's mouth, but he basically said, that game has kind of run its course. The bigger in-state game that we should want to see every year is CU versus Air Force. That would be a better rivalry game at this point. I thought that was an interesting angle. Said Air Force is, is the better, more consistent team than CSU. They deserve the buffs every year. You
4: know, Air Force is a national team. As much as we don't want, I mean, that's what they are. They're a national team. They play schools all over the country. I, I don't see that rivalry forming between Air Force and CU.
6: He, he he says it would create a better in-state showdown game, though. That CU, Uh, CU is just running laps around CSU. Let me
4: use the word respectfully. I respectfully disagree.
5: No, I'm, I'm with Victor on this. Uh, first of all, is from a CU standpoint? It's the same high risk, no reward type game, right? If you beat Air Force Listen,
4: Notre Dame played Air Force for years. Notre Dame's played Navy for years. You tell me the reward in beating Air Force and Navy if you're Notre Dame. It's
5: nil and then you're you supposed lose, to. You lose one time and you're gonna hear about it for decades. Exactly. That's just so the way it works. The risk reward from a CU standpoint makes zero sense. Uh Air Force is a little bit more of a dangerous team to to go up against just because they you know, they the offense they run and You know, it's the, it's what you get out of the cadets. It's a very disciplined team that's not going to beat themselves. I would, I would agree that that game has run its course. It, but, and this isn't a new concept. It just has run its course at the neutral site. It's not a big enough game to be at a neutral site. Put it up on, on either team's campus. It's fine. A lot of the nonsense that you see will go away because the strength in numbers and half and half in terms of the crowd is what causes that problem, right? If if, if you're up in Boulder and it's 20 to one bus fans to Rams fans, Rams fans aren't going to come up there and act like yahoos. And same thing when you go up to Fort Collins and it's three to one Rams fans, you're not going to act like a Yahoo if you're a bus fan.
4: Fellas, when we come back, um, i a look at what the Rockies have to negotiate over the course of the next, what, 10 days. It's it's the most important homestand of the season, obviously. Uh Wrap up this deal with the Giants, take care of a sub-500 team, and then the Dodgers come to town. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. Plus, um, you guys need to listen to something that we uh, unearthed from the vaults. Uh, you'll be uh, <laughs> amused, needless to say. It was me 30 years ago calling a Notre Dame Miami game. Jesse found it somewhere, um, brought it up, brought it to our attention. You got to, you got to hear this. When I used to do the studio radio, I had fun. I spent some time with Ryan Harris in the broadcast booth because he's the uh, color analyst for Notre Dame radio. And I'm just sitting up there smiling. I said, "God, I used to be up here when I was a kid." He found some play-by-play, and it is bad. I mean, god awful bad.
5: I can't cr- wait. I cringe when I hear something I said 30 minutes ago on this yes. show. This was 30 <laughs> years ago. Yes. Wait to hear it. That's coming up next. You got the Vic Lombardi show. <laughs>
3: Denver's best sports talk all day long Altitude
2: 950 Hey there Denver, it's your boy Ryan Harris Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well my friends, I've got a solution for you and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen after my 10 year NFL career I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life and one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee and I was in fact able to continue to play in the nfl for one more year the center for spine and orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800 or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
12: Yoke is for three. Dilly, oh my. Mile-high basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now.
4: Dribble drive all the way. Coming
12: Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP.
20: You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are, or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is twenty five fifty six an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Uh, can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job.
8: Hey abs fans, it's Mark Moser, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. A kid has got a break away he shoots and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Nathan Nathan! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go abs. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center!
3: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
15: Southbound I-25, slow and go, stop and go. From 144th to 136th and through downtown, also slow behind a crash at University, traffic is brought to you by zequel Pure Z's. 6th Avenue running heavy and slow this morning eastbound between Wadsworth and I-25. How'd you sleep last night? Not great? Then try new Ezekiel Pure Z's, a drug-free melatonin gummy with a unique botanical blend that helps you fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. New Ezekiel Pure Z's. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
18: 35 now, kicks it off, back deep as Ismail. He'll get this one. At the 5. He slipped a little bit, gets to the 10. Up the middle, breaks to the outside, he's got room. He's at the 40, he's at the 50. At the 40, the 30, Ismail's going to return this all the way. Mr.
3: Excited. The ball and score! No flags! No flags! Rocket Ismail takes it 95 yards right
4: through the core of the Miami defense. A 95-yard kickoff return for Rocket Ismail. He's had to have been lonely back there. Hasn't had many in his hands.
18: Finally an opportunity. Slips off the bat right up the middle of the kickoff unit against Miami.
20: Breaks it to the left side. Touchdown, Notre Dame!
4: Compliments of Notre Dame student radio. Uh, circa 1989, I think. Oh, my
5: God, that is cringeworthy, boys. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. Now you're a little little high pitch well, there.
4: Well, the reason why I, I really believe this, because it's not that, you know, my God, I wasn't 12 when I called that game. <laughs> that was on cassette tape originally, right? And when you transfer stuff from cassette tape to digital, I think you lose the, the pitch. I think something happens. You know how you used to fast-forward tapes and you make people sound like they're on helium? Yeah. That's what happened there.
5: Um, Okay, we'll go (laughs) go uh, You
4: you know, this is a true story, uh, Bob Costa's story. When he auditioned for his first job calling the St. Louis Spirits Basketball, uh, the ABA, okay, he sent an audition tape. He purposely slowed down the tape to make his voice sound deeper than it really was. He did that back in the day, and he got the job.
5: No, I'm not by that. I actually didn't think you were that bad in that, Vic. I was listening to that like, this is, this is fine. It's good. You were excited. You were, you know, you're on the hometown call. You're supposed to be excited about it.
4: Those were the glory days, uh, when they were, of course, winning national championships. Hey, one, one thing, and I don't want to turn this into a Notre Dame, Michigan game, albeit Notre Dame won the game. Dylan McCaffrey gave Michigan some much needed energy, and, um, I, I'm not sure why Harbaugh's tied to that, uh, that kid from Mississippi, cause he looks scared out there. Uh, Michigan looked uninspired. And I, I walk away from that game wondering, what is it with Harbaugh? What, the, he was so good at Stanford and San Francisco. Whatever he was there, he's not at Michigan. It's just, his, his offense doesn't look very creative. It's predictable.
6: Yeah, he hasn't won the big one at Michigan. Obviously a lot of uh, fans in Ann Arbor are losing patience. And you're right, Vic. I was watching that game. Dylan McCaffrey gave Michigan a spark. Cool to see the local kid get in the game. If Harbaugh doesn't just name McCaffrey the starter, he's crazy. I know this kid was this big-time transfer out of Ole Miss, but I'm with you. I I saw enough on Saturday to think Dylan deserves a shot uh, to to play for the for the Wolverines this season.
4: I mean, he looked. Shea Patterson looked scared at times, and and I'm not thinking Notre Dame. Notre Dame to me looks like an eight-nine win team. I don't think it's a national championship contender, and then they made Michigan look slow. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand what all this Harbaugh, uh, hype is. Har- Harbaugh's done virtually nothing there in terms of playing big games and big teams. Look at his record against ranked teams.
5: It's terrible. Yeah, but that program, what was that program when he took it over? They were, they were heading in the wrong, wrong direction. Who was their head coach? Brady Hoke? Is that who he took yes. over for? Yes. I mean, they were not coming off of, you know, 10 win seasons. They were coming off of hovering around 500 or even being sub 500. So, he immediately turned them around out of the gate, got them back into hey, they're a top ten team, they're a top five team. And yeah, he's been unable to win the games at the highest level. They weren't winning they they weren't beating Michigan State before he got there, let alone Ohio State. So I, I think it's a little bit of unfair criticism that people jump all over him. That program was not in uh not in prime shape when he took over.
4: Well, best program, best conference is still the SEC. Uh they went undefeated they romped on uh every team they played the the best game was at Auburn a uh, Washington game Washington played tough but uh, Auburn wins it Alabama's Alabama you you saw Nick Saban had a conniption after the game with his quarterbacks and Maria Taylor and again I this is the old Popovich argument I I just don't get it I don't understand why you have to be a jerk you can be the greatest coach in college football which he arguably is already okay you can be that guy but you can also be fair and, and human to people. And he was a jerk after the game. And I hate people say, well, what did he say that was so bad? Well, he just he talked down to a lady for no reason. It was stupid.
5: I would agree with you. Look, I do think, though, part of the reason why Nick Saban's teams, and now it's Alabama, are always so good is because he's wired that way. Right? We saw another example of him- Wired what way? Being a jerk? No, no. He's a guy who's just constantly... I don't know. He's just constantly the, the in the perfectionist mode in the my way or the highway mode. Like he never shuts it off, right? They can be up by 40 and he's coming unglued at a guy on his team for getting a 15-yard penalty, which is fine. You can be unglued to anybody on your team, but show some professionalism
4: when you're on national television with a young lady who asks a harmless question and you have to just be all "I'm Nick Saban and I'm better than everybody." It was terrible. It was awful. it's cringeworthy.
5: If a if a guy asks that question, are you is upset? Uh,
4: yes. Okay. Yes, if a guy asks it too, it doesn't matter because it was Popovich reincarnated. Here it is. If you missed it, this was right after the game. Everybody knows the issue in Alabama. They have uh, two very talented quarterbacks. They went with the younger one, and it was an issue in training camp. He refused to name a starting quarterback. Did not name one until a couple days beforehand. Listen, he created it. He's the one who recruited these kids. This is his controversy. It's fair to ask the question. Here it is
17: have about your quarterbacks after watching both of them play tonight well i still like both guys i think
10: both guys are good players i think both guys can help our team all right so why do you continually try
15: to get me to say something that doesn't respect one of them i'm not going to so quit asking i hear you over 500 yards of total offense okay
4: what did Let you see there, from Jesse? the entire I, I mean why do you keep asking me to respect what do you mean the, the easy answer there is hey We'll take a look at the tape. We like the way both guys played. Both of them had their moments. We'll see how it goes from here. It's that easy. It's not hard. I'm not a head coach. I can answer the question rather easily than, I mean, he made her sound like he, she was asking if he's on drugs.
5: Yeah. It, it look, it, I thought his answer was actually okay until the very end of it when he got a little overly intense and said, so quit asking. That was the part that was condescending. That was the part that was rude for lack of a better term, before that he was a little perturbed and he was answering the question, and it was fine. That's the part that was a little bit like, hey, I'm Nick Saban. I'm up here. You're down here, and I'm going to talk down to you. That was the part that was that was probably over the line.
4: Okay, here's the second part of my question. It's Nick Saban. It's Greg Popovich. Bill Belichick. We've seen these guys go off before. Are all great coaches, especially modern coaches, let me ask you guys, are all great coaches jerks? Is there a coach out there who's actually a good guy? Can you be one and the same? Are they mutually exclusive? I can think of one guy, one, off the top of my head, who is a great coach, and the argument will come that is he really a great coach or does he have great players, and he's also a nice guy, and that is Steve Kerr.
13: Steve Kerr is the one guy.
4: But the argument will come. I know it will. Well, how hard is it to coach that team? Is he's he got the best, coach?
5: he's got the best roster in the NBA. Yeah. So.
4: And, and, and of, of the ones I mentioned, he's the least proven, right? But is it possible to be a great coach and a great guy? Well respected, well liked, well received. Because most great coaches, they rub people the wrong way. They just do.
5: No, I don't think you can be a great coach and be the fun-loving guy that everybody wants to hang out with. No, cuz you got to be uh, you got to be a hard ass for lack of a better term. You do. You got to be the well, guy whose well, body con- was hated. What's that?
4: Lombardi. Vince Lombardi was hated by his team. Yeah, by his exactly.
5: Players. you got to be the guy who's constantly on people and demanding more. And, uh hey, we're up by 40, but I'm going to yell at you for getting a penalty because at some point you're going to get that penalty in a close game and it's going to cost us, and it's my job to be thinking ahead because you're a player and you're 19 years old and you're just out here having fun and you're not thinking that way. Yeah, you have to be wired that way. Steve Kerr is the unicorn, He's the exception. He's the aberration and it works because he's got the best roster in the NBA. So he's able to get to get away with just being the nice guy that everybody likes. But yeah, I think if you're, if you're going to consistently win and you can win with whatever kind of roster comes your way, Bill Belichick, Greg Popovich, Nick Saban, they've all done that. Then you have to do it by being a guy who just is hyper focused and just maniacal about detail. And most people don't like maniacal about detail. Yeah. They don't. They want to not sweat the small stuff. Great coaches sweat every little thing.
4: Okay, so great coaches, great guys. Do they exist? Uh three zero what's our text line again?
6: Three zero nine three
4: three. Thank you. I always mess it up. Three zero nine three three. Feel free to text us what you think qualifies. We've got a couple names already. Coach K. Um I don't know. I mean, do we know Coach K I see Coach K losing it at times. You know what's funny about Coach K and Duke? He's the same guy who blasted Kentucky for the one-in-dunners. What is Coach K doing now?
5: One-in-dunners. Well, and Coach K is also a Bobby Knight connection and army. an army connection. Yeah. So my yeah. guess is he runs a pretty tight ship.
4: Alright, here's a couple more that have come across. Um, coach Dabo Swinney, Clemson. Uh, he doesn't qualify as great just yet. Let's, let's pump the brakes. Good coach, not great. Not just yet. Would you agree? Yeah, takes a little more
5: time. And, and he look he he won and wanted a uh, uh, at a high level when he had a big time yeah. transformative quarterback.
4: Here's a good one, and and this maybe appeals to baseball more. Joe Torre, Joe Torre was a great manager and a good guy. Um He didn't lose it like Saban did. Somebody on the text line says, "What's the big deal about Saban?" He he apologized immediately. Well, the big deal is he does it all the time. It's not this is not a one and done for Nick Saban. It's only a matter. Every, every press conference is a study of narcissism and condescending. He's just so Saban like.
5: Joe Torre also had the best roster in baseball when he was winning. And look, yeah, they won a lot. Spot. And the Dodge or the Yankees had a you know they spent a lot of money before he got there, and he was able to kind of piece it together. Joe Torre kind of reminds me a little bit of Phil Jackson, right? Like, how do I manage this big money, big ego, big name roster? And kind of be the you know amateur psychologist that keeps them all heading in the right direction. He he, he strikes me as a little bit more in that category.
4: Here are a couple that have come across locally, and I agree. Again, uh, you can define great coach purely subjective, but Sonny Lubick and Bill McCartney, both of the same era. Um, they could you ever see Bill McCartney doing what Nick Saban did? Could you ever see Sonny Lubick doing that? They would never do that. Just. I, all, the, the reason why that rubs me the wrong way, and I don't know, just respect your fellow human. Just be human. That that was just stupid. It was unnecessary to lose it like that.
5: Yeah, no, it was. It was condescending, especially at the very end. I, I do remember Bill McCartney snapping at times. Um, I'm sure Sonny Lubick snapped at times. So I, I think we tend to look back and... Uh, with nostalgia with those kind of guys and act like they were, you know, we take them at their best and think that's how they were all the time. That wasn't, that's not how my memory is with those two.
4: Okay. When we come back on the Vic Lombardi show, some news that will affect the uh, Rockies and Dodgers series. The Dodgers are now a half game back thanks to the Mets. Dodgers come to town this weekend, but they may come to town without their closer. More on that coming up next. It's altitude 950. We're live from Poudre Valley Hospital in Fort Collins where we will begin our walk of all walks. If you looked at uh, Kyle, he was wearing the the backpack case thing. He looked so tooly and nerdy. It was so fun. We'll talk to Kyle a little bit later. you got the Vic Lombardi Show.
1: Hey, car lovers. Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration here. Have you heard of ceramic coating? It's the modern way to protect your paint. Whether you have a classic or a brand-new car, First, our skilled technicians polish the paint to absolute perfection. Then they apply several layers of ceramic coat. You get a crazy brilliant shine with incredible durability and no swirl marks. Our customers rave about it. Find out more at farlandcars.com. That's farlandcars.com.
16: The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com.
9: I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andrew 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old.
7: That was Reuben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400.
9: Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off it really works. I bought suits last year for my
13: new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys,
7: if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888- 400-0435. 400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
11: Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year, and my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly, and K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows is standard white, and k will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again for free. And just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call k today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com.
4: For windows, Outside, doors and more. KH Home
8: Solutions has what you're looking for. Hey, ABS fans, it's Mark Moser, voice of your Colorado Avalanche.
3: He yeah, he
8: just He's starved! Game Landers gone! He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go ads.
3: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
15: Slow traffic on southbound I-225 at this point between ILIF and Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by Dell. On 36 westbound, you're seeing slow speed Sheridan to Wadsworth. Westbound I-76 is stop-and-go 88 to 270. Eastbound I-70 slowing Sheridan to Brighton. During Dell's annual sale, Dell Small Business is offering up to 40% off select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877 by dell to speak with a small business technology advisor today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
3: Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at three zero nine three three to join the show. It was kind of a whirlwind of a game, you know, up and down.
8: um, To go down late and then you know come back in in the eighth—that was huge. And um, hopefully, we can ride that momentum throughout the homestand.
4: Trevor's story, ladies and gentlemen: two bombs yesterday. Both of them off Bumgardner, as the Rockies move back into first place. First time the Colorado Rockies have been first place this late in the season, September, since 1995. So it's been a while. It's been a minute. But here they are. Can they hold that lead? Can they stay in first place? Well, some news that came down earlier this morning that could affect the Dodgers-Rockies series at Coors Field this weekend. Dodgers closer, Kenley Jansen. His status, uncertain. Not sure if he'll be able to pitch in that Colorado series. Now remember, he missed some time a few weeks back. A couple weeks back, he went on the DL. What was it, a regular heartbeat?
6: Yeah, it was well, a heart yes. issue.
4: Yeah, it, it, it apparently it's back. Apparently it, it's resurfaced uh, to the point where they're wondering, do they need to shut him down? Dodgers have a three-game set in Denver this Friday through Sunday. Then they visit the Reds for three games and they're not sure if he can handle the altitude. This is one of the rare situations where the altitude impacts a series and or game. Do you guys remember when the Broncos played the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs, and the Steelers had that defensive back who had that rare disease, could not play in altitude? Was that Ryan? Ryan
5: Clark. Ryan Clark now
4: now works for ESPN. Correct. Remember that? And he couldn't play in the game?
5: Yeah. Because he feared for his
4: life. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, this is a similar situation. This guy fears for his life because of the altitude.
6: Yeah, so I don't know if it's necessarily returned as much as it is they don't want to bring him back here, correct? Like, Can can you imagine if there's a playoff series in Denver? It's it's crazy. It's a major storyline.
4: Well, you know, he has not been the same guy since he went on the DL. He uh, got on some medication and came back, and the first couple games back, he looked fine, and then he lost a couple. He had a couple blown saves. It's not the same with him. And uh, that's a, a major, major issue for the Dodgers. If they come to town without Jansen as their closer, that changes everything. Because there was a while there where he was unhittable. He was Saito unhittable. And it, that opens things up for the Rockies. And I hate to, you know, you hate to see good news happen on top of bad news. Because that's bad news for the opposing team. But in this case, oh well, Rockies will take it.
5: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you, you hate to see it go this way, but you're certainly not going to complain about it, right? Like, alright, it's a break. Take all the breaks it's you can. It's a major break. It's take, a
4: major break.
5: Take every break you can when you're trying to do something you've never done in the history of the franchise. I mean, it's, it's, the, the Rockies have certainly had plenty of things go against them, so this is something that goes in their favor. Alright, fine. you wish the guy well, hope he gets better, uh, hope he's able to treat this and be fine, but if he can't pitch, Next weekend or this coming weekend in Colorado? Great.
4: Well, uh, the Rockies can handle their business. It's the first time in a long time, uh, where they control their own fate. They control their destiny. I mean, not any other team in the NL West can say that right now. No other team can. Uh, the Diamondbacks are suddenly struggling big time. The Rockies are not winning easily. That's for sure. And that's, I think, that's what I'm trying to prepare you for, Manchester. When I say that the uh, Rockies have given us any, anything and everything we could hope for, they have. Do you think the next 20 days or so, however many games are remaining in the season, you think this is going to go swimmingly? you think this no. is going to be an easy ride?
5: No, I don't. You're
4: going to have days where we're all going to jump off the bandwagon. We're going to hop
5: off both feet. No. That's just the way I, it is. I, I think it's going to be rough, but I, I think to say that they've given us everything we could hope for or ask for, why can't they be Houston or Cleveland or Boston? Teams well, because that are- are in
4: first place in September 4th. What more do you want? I'd like what to more be, can you ask?
5: I'd like to be six games up.
4: I'd like to be 6-5.
5: Why can't I, but why can't I ask for that? Why? I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to go into a, into September thinking, you know what? Just play decent baseball, don't fall apart, you're gonna win the division. Why does it have to be a struggle? Why does it have to be every game you're going to be on pins and needles? Like It's fun. It's exciting. I get it. But I just think the attitude of they're giving us everything we could ask for is so Little League. It's so field day. Like, oh, the little Rockies that could and their purple pinstripes. And, hey, it's September and they're in it. It's their 26th season of existence, and they've never won a division title. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a little bit more demanding than that. It's the first time in 23 years they've been in first place this late in the season. 23 years. To apply that, the next time this is going to happen, it will be the year 2041.
1: Again, I'm sorry.
5: I'd like to see a little more. I'll be 67 years old by then. (laughs) I, I
4: would love to hang with you during a Rockies game, and I have before. We went to a game together, but one of significance, like yesterday. I'd love to see your face in the first inning when Story goes deep, makes it 4 nothing. At that point, you're thinking what? Let's be honest. It's 4 nothing off Bumgarner. What are you thinking?
5: Uh, I was thinking, did Tyler Anderson go to the wrong dugout and pitch for the other team? What's okay. happening here?
4: Uh, fifth inning comes around, and Story does it again. A three-run shot in the fifth inning. It's 7-2. What are you thinking now?
5: This is going to be tough even for the Rockies' bullpen to blow.
4: 7-2, right? Game's yeah. over, right? Yeah. Fifth inning, right? Then it's 8-7. Shaw goes big over, uh he takes O big, so does Hanson, back-to-back, and it's now 8-7 Giants in the eighth. Now what's going through your mind?
5: Uh, I, Actually, what was going through my mind is this may be the most crushing loss of the season. I, I think that when you blow a 7-2 lead, uh when you get tacos and lose, th- this is going to be the worst one. When you had you Bumgarner off, beat.
4: Be honest, did you write them off at that point?
5: Yes, I did. I did. Even
4: with all the dramatic comebacks they've had this season, yes. I mean, they still got two more shots at it.
5: No, I thought I thought they were toast. I thought, well, there you go. It took three hours to get here, but another crushing defeat. That was where I was uh, coming from at that point.
4: All right, then uh, Desmond starts the eighth with a single, Iannetta, a double, and then Cuevas. Of all people, Noel Cuevas, who was playing minor league ball for most of the summer, comes up with the hit of the game. They are, they're about the hit of the season so far, it, and that's what it takes. It takes guys like that, man. It's it, you're not going to have your stars win every game. It takes guys like Noel Cuevas in the eighth inning of a key game to win it for the Rock. Here's what I was well, thinking
5: at that point: this would be a nice spot to have Matt Holliday coming off the bench. Instead, he started out in left field. Now he's out of the game. Well, like what that do you was, care?
4: Was, Cuevas, Cuevas took care of it. What he do you did.
5: Care? He did. But again, you'd rather had Matt Holliday there. It's a little bit like when we were at the game together, yeah. and Teflon Bud let let uh, Herman Marquez swing away just because he got a hit doesn't mean it was the right decision. Doesn't well, mean it was right.
4: All right, we killed Wade Davis, and listen, Wade Davis struggled more than anybody uh for that two week stretch there. A lot of people wondered if he'd ever close again for the Rockies. They wanted Ottavino to be the closer. Uh, That didn't work out. Wade Davis was nails. That was Wade Davis. That's why you signed the veteran Wade Davis, striking out the side, making it look easy. That final pitch was nasty, by the
5: way. That's the second time in a week that he's gotten a save while striking out the side. So, look, there are going to be ebbs and flows to a 162-game season, and it's hard not to overreact when you're in the, the down trough of one of those. But if Wade Davis can get it going here down the stretch, and it sure looks like he is, uh, that bodes very, very well for the Rockies.
4: Well, we'll see what they do for the rest of this series. Two more against the Giants, day off on Thursday, and then again, the news of the morning, if the Dodgers come to town, they may come without Canley Jansen, who is suffering from an irregular heartbeat, and, uh, not sure if he can handle the altitude of Denver, so, they may be here without their closer. The Broncos had a big weekend, of course, announcing uh, their cuts, shaping their roster, uh, forming their practice squad, uh, releasing their depth chart. We went through the offense. Uh, the defensive side, no surprise whatsoever on the defensive side from what I've seen. Uh Bradley Chubb's a starter. He's a starter Strong Side linebacker. Uh, Gatsas, Peko, Wolf on the defensive line. We know about Vaughn. Your interior backers, uh, Davis and Marshall, and your secondary, Roby, Harris, Stewart, and Simmons. So no surprises there. I guess the only, uh, if there is a mild surprise, is uh, your punt returner's Adam Jones. I mean, it took him one preseason game to win that away. He's your punt returner. Phillip Lindsay makes the roster, and he's wearing number 30, guys. He got permission from Terrell Davis, who said, go ahead, young fella, he got permission before he took it, but Philip Lindsay wearing the fabled number 30. I'm surprised that's not retired.
5: Yeah, me too. That's a, that's an odd one, but, uh, they, those two had a nice exchange on Twitter, uh, yesterday. The, the, the announcement of the depth chart yesterday though just shows me how worthless preseason is, right? Isaiah McKenzie, and I know he had the history last year. I know he sure. did. But if you just taken this year as the sample size of you're trying out for the job this year to be the punt returner. He ran one back for a touchdown in the preseason, and he had a great return the other night that was called back due to a penalty, but he showed some speed and got to the outside. Pac-Man Jones did nothing in his opportunities to to win that job, to return punts against Arizona. Nothing. Well, they know what they have. What? He's a 35 year old guy. He, they videotape that indicates what he can do over uh, the
4: course of the last uh, 12 years. Okay, well, they I've got with my eyes evidence. right
5: in front of me, he looked like a 35-year-old has-been. That's what he looked like. So well, I don't get that. Why did DeMarcus Walker make this roster? We all want to talk about how the Broncos won't admit their mistake with Paxton. What did DeMarcus Walker do during the preseason? Did anybody even notice him on the field one time? Why is he on uh, this roster?
4: Why did Paxton Lynch stay on the roster until the last possible second?
5: Paxton Lynch had a hell of a game. Paxton Lynch had a great preseason game. I mean, if the preseason means anything, last year, if Kyle Sloter had gone 14 of 15 for 128 yards, two touchdowns, and no, uh, no interceptions, people would have been doing backflips down the, the, down the Platte, Platte River trail here. Like, it's just, yeah. it's insanity. Like, preseason's worthless. Well, it's totally we, worthless.
4: When we come back, we will ask the power five question of the day, and we're gonna let it go. Cause he's no longer a Bronco. I'm gonna steal the words of one Vance Joseph. He's gone. He's gone. But one more time before he goes, our Power 5 on Paxton Lynch when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. We're at Poudre Valley Hospital in Fort Collins. We're gonna walk 82 miles. Cause that's what we do. People don't understand how spoiled we are. Vic Lombardi. I sit here and talk to a guy every day that's so damn spoiled, every year he thinks he's gonna have a Hall of Fame quarterback at the controls. I have to remind him that these come around in most cities once every 50 years. We got two in 15 years. We are spoiled. We take it for granted. We are blessed. And when it doesn't work out our way, we cry. Vic Lombardi,
14: weekday mornings, 7 to 10, on Altitude 950. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules rules they use to beat you now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family our bell and pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use but guess what we do A bell and pollock success is no accident find us at champions of the People.com. that's champions of the People.com. get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan will help you
10: cool 105 presents cool concert 2018 starring rick springfield Live. Also starring Lover Boy. With special guests, Gin Blossoms. And Tommy Tutone. Saturday, September 22nd. Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all altitude ticket outlets.
18: If you thought all sports bars were the same, well then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pre-game breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in parker off of parker road in hilltop if the lot's full in the front you can always park in the back but come park it for football all season long at the hilltop in parker
17: labor day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at mountain high appliance hi i'm brad barnett president of mountain high appliance and if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances then you've come to the right place check out our huge selection of french refrigerators so many styles and colors you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen Looking for a new dishwasher? Then come see the latest models from Bosch. Every model is on sale. How about a new washer and dryer? We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. For even crazier discounts, visit our new Denver Clearance Center or Louisville Clearance Center. For a limited time, save an additional 10, 15, or 20% off our already discounted prices when you buy one or more appliances. Save up to 80%! Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain
12: High Appliance in Louisville, your favorite appliance store. Thank you. Yo, this for three. Dilly, oh my. Dilly! Mile High Basketball tips off in Denver when your Nuggets host the Phoenix Suns on October 20th. Murray is unchained now. Single game tickets for the 2018-19 Denver Nuggets season are on sale now.
4: Dribble drive all the way. coming underneath.
12: Got it! Get your tickets to the biggest games of the season at Nuggets.com, the Pepsi Center
15: box office, or by calling 303-287-DUMP
3: altitude 950 traffic update.
15: Stop and go traffic on northbound I-25, Ridgegate Parkway to Lincoln Avenue, Dry Creek up to Colorado Boulevard. Traffic is brought to you by Dell then further north. All lanes are open but watch for activity in slowing northbound I-25 with a rollover accident approaching the Mead exit. During Dell's annual sale, Dell Small Business is offering up to 40% off. Select PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877 by dell to speak with a small business technology advisor today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950
3: altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to Vic lombardi what can we not get enough of today so hot right now let's dive into the power
4: five
10: brought to you by johnson auto plaza where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day
4: our power five question of the day Where will Paxton Lynch be playing football one month from now? Because it may take a while. may take a couple days. may have a job by the end of the day. But that is our Power 5 question of the day. Where will he be in one month?
6: 30933 is the Altitude 950 text line. Vic, I almost like the second version of that better because that may elicit more creative responses. Where will Paxton Lynch be in a month? Because are we sure he's playing
4: football? I don't know. I mean, I hope he is. Again, I'm not going to be a hater, as Manchester uh, refers to most of us who don't think he should be here anymore. I'm not a hater. I hope he ends up somewhere, and I hope he plays good football. I really do. just wasn't going to work here. And judging from the outpour from the rest of the league, it may not work anywhere.
5: What is this outpour? I don't understand what you're talking about. What did you expect to have happened? 16 teams lining up to take on his $4 million number for this year? Like that wasn't gonna happen. What do you mean take it on? They, they wouldn't have to take on that number if you pick they, him up he, off waivers. You well, get he the number. Waivers.
16: He cleared waivers.
5: Right. And so now he's getting calls and having workouts. Like that's the way this is supposed to work. I don't well, understand what what was supposed to happen. I don't understand why you need a workout. They have tape. <laughs> what do you need a workout? Let me ask you. Do you think do you think that
4: did the Broncos require a workout of Kevin Hogan? No. They pick no, him you up. You don't need to work out. Wait a minute. Wait a The they, fact they, you have to work somebody out.
0: They pick him up off played, of waivers,
5: be- guy. It's, guys, it's a different, it's a different equation. You don't work him out when you pick him up off of waivers. That you just get him. You, and you, uh, you absorb or assume his contract. Like, no, they didn't work him out because they're going through a different path than what the, what other teams are having to do with Paxton Lynch because they didn't want to take on a first rounder contract. Like, I don't understand why this is so difficult.
4: But you're make, you're making it sound like half the league is can't wait to get their hands on him and work him out. I'm just telling. I'm being honest. I'm being factual. There's a a big doubt whether or not he plays football again. Okay.
5: Well, you want to make that bet? Do you want to bet? No, you want to bet if he's if he signs a contract and is on a roster?
4: No, because he will. Okay. I predict he will. And it'll but probably many, be
5: week two because there's the whole weird rule if you're on the roster week one and all that kind that's of. That's
4: why I said a month. That's why I said a month so. because. A lot of teams don't want to take him on right now. They don't want to pay him for a full season. But-
5: uh, it just, to me, we're just, we're ending the Paxton Lynch uh, experiment here in Denver in a way that just puts a total bow on it of we're going to read into the fact that nobody wanted to, t- to claim him off waivers and take him on as a first round contract that they would be saddled with for the entire season and, and, and they would, they would have that on their books. We're going to take that and read into that as an an indictment of Paxton Lynch, and he's a terrible player, and nobody in the league thinks he can play. That is such a perfect way to summarize the way in which he's been evaluated by the media in this town. It's like we couldn't have done it better. You could have been on the International Space Station for the last two years and just shown up today and gotten a perfect synopsis of how Paxton Lynch has been treated in this town. I've never
4: seen a guy make more excuses for a player. Than you
1: have. i it's, it's
4: really, it's almost sad. I, 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 I don't understand your ultra defense of him. When when Emmanuel Sanders goes on NFL Network as he did over the weekend, and when asked specifically about Paxton, Lynch said, "What did not click?" And Emmanuel Sanders told the story about in the huddle how he told Paxton, he, he he asked him, begged him, "You have to be more authoritative in the huddle. You have to be more demonstrative." And he wasn't he couldn't that wasn't who he was Paxton Lynch is no longer a Bronco because of Paxton Lynch quit blaming the media among people it has nothing to do with the media okay it has to do with Paxton Lynch okay he's the reason he's not a Bronco
5: okay he's a he was a first round pick. Came in, played in Memphis where they had eight plays in the playbook. His offensive coordinators have been Rick Dennison. Where's Rick Dennison working now? Sure as hell ain't here. Mike McCoy. Where's Mike McCoy working now? Sure as hell ain't here. And the immortal Billy Moose. Wow. Boy, he really did just have it laid out for him. Here's the perfect scenario for success. Three years, three offensive coordinators, all of which are underwhelming. Okay, you're right. Again, it's 100% it's always, his fault.
4: It's always somebody else's no, fault.
5: No. But you just want to simplify it and make it 100% fault. Paxton Lynch's fault, and it's not. You, Your inability to rec- or recognize the situation of, did he or did he not have three offensive coordinators in his three seasons here? It's did more he or did he that. not have offensive coordinators who were totally lacking in creativity? Emmanuel did did Sanders he not re-
4: just explained it. He explained
5: it to you. Oh he yeah, cause couldn't. Emmanuel Sanders all of a sudden now is just a fountain of, fountain of Okay, So
4: see, again, here's another guy. Mm, Guy has let, been let in a huddle list, with Big Ben yeah, and Peyton Manning. Let me list the guys, yeah. list the guys that Manchester is, is. Let me ask
5: you this. How many times has, has Paxton Lynch missed practice because he couldn't come back from a bye week because he was off with his baby mama? How many times does has that happened? Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, Sanders did. So let's just take his word for it because that's the guy that he, he is just a sermon on the mount guy. Everything he says so is So whose word should we take? Because
4: Elway, Vance Joseph, Emmanuel Sanders. Vance
5: Joseph. There's Case another one.
4: Keenum. There's another Gary one. K- hey, Gary Kubiak. Who Who's? Let me ask you. Who, whose word should we take then? There, there are five guys. Five guys closer than this to the situation than you are, much closer. Mm-hmm. Who all said he can't play? So whose word should I take? Okay. Yours are theirs.
5: Find me the quote. Find it where some any of those five guys, which listen to five a quote. guys, I don't, find the Find, actions, find me when they said quote. he can't play. Find me. I,
4: that. I tell you. You want you want me to find it? Paxton Lynch is a former Bronco. He just got cut.
5: <laughs> there it is. Okay. There's a lot of former Broncos, a lot of guys who got cut from here. I mean, does that mean they can't play? That means they can't silly. play. You're being silly. Well, Vic, don't hit silly.
6: don't hit the text line because it will make him more mad. These no,
4: suggestions coming in you're, you're, are pretty here's, funny. Here's where you go into just trying to protect your argument over no, the sake reality. Yes, you are. The kid, let him have a fresh life somewhere else. I hope he ends up a starter in this league. I really do. But by God. He's no longer here for a reason because he couldn't play when he was here. Could not play
5: a lick. Okay. See ya. Fine. R- which you're I-, I just think you're categorically wrong. To say he can't play a lick is just false. He was never given the opportunity to play a system that he was comfortable in and a system he's comfortable running. And that's well, an indictment what? of the coaching staff and the front office and everybody down at Dove Valley. And look, could he have done things different? Absolutely. Could he have worked harder? Absolutely. Could he have been more authoritative? Absolutely. I'm not saying he doesn't get any blame. I'm just saying he's not 100% at fault because this situation has been a mess the last three years, a mess.
4: His first workout will come in Buffalo. So let's see if he can beat out the likes of rookie Josh Allen and the legendary Nathan Peterman. Let's see if he can hang in Buffalo. Let's see if he can get a job there. If he can't get a job there, where's he going to get a job?
5: I don't think he should go there. If I were Paxton Lynch, I wouldn't go to Buffalo. Josh Allen's going to be the quarterback there for a decade. Why would you? Why would you sign there? That would make no sense. I'll ask you
4: the question. It's our Power Five question of the day. Where will Paxton Lynch be a month from today? Where do you think he'll be? Be honest. Miami. Adam Gase is thinking about carrying four quarterbacks as it is. What he's going to carry five?
5: I think that's a place where they don't have a they don't have a guy that is for sure in their plans long term. So off the top of my head, I think Miami would be a good fit.
4: You know Adam Gase's system. You actually think he's gonna run a, an offense designed for Paxton Lynch.
5: Come on, dude. I think Adam no Gase, chance. I think Adam Gase is gonna be creative no and run something chance. that's tailor suited to his quarterback. Gary Kubiak, the immortal Gary Kubiak, who you just, oh, Gary Kubiak didn't even like it. Gary Kubiak's also the genius who decided to try and make 37-year-old Peyton Manning run his 1998 waggle offense instead of what Peyton Manning's actually good at. So before we just say Gary Kubiak never makes a mistake and never is infallible, we should look at all the facts. But, okay, Gary Gary Kubiak Kubiak is in love with his system.
4: Scoreboard. Oh. Gary Kubiak won a su- won okay.
5: a su- scoreboard. Great.
4: Scoreboard. I- you got no argument against that. None. There's nothing you can say against that.
5: Okay, what did Gary Kubiak do with- what did Gary Kubiak do with Case Keenum? What did he do with Gary him? Gary Kubiak won a Super Bowl. Okay, well now you're just making HW's argument. It's a ring. It's a ring. Okay, he's yeah. got a ring. So, he- he's won a Super Bowl. Great. Okay. So, every decision he ever makes, because he's won one Super Bowl, Every decision he ever makes is 100% right. That's your argument. I just want to no. make sure I got it right because all you're no. coming back at me with is he's won a Super Bowl. He's won a no, Super but, Bowl. So no, that no, means he's right on judgment. this because he no, won a Super I'll Bowl. but I'll trust
4: his just, judgment over yours.
5: I just want to make sure I understand it. And because no, Gary I mean, Kubiak won a Super Bowl, everything he says is 100% right.
4: Okay. No, but when I read the annals of quarterback evaluation, I'm going to read his chapter over yours.
5: All right. That's he all also went with Trevor Simeon to defend a Super Bowl title. How'd that work out? Well, cause one of us, Vic, one of us, you don't judge my, you don't trust my opinion. One of us said that was a bad idea and one of us trotted out Trevor Cinnamon. Who, who was right, who was right in 2016? Gary Kubiak or me?
4: I, I don't understand your basis here, but that's fine.
5: I if, think I was. I think Gary Kubiak think, was wrong.
4: Okay. The, the question for the Power Five was where will he be in one month? Your, your suggestion is Miami. Let me read some from the text line. Uh, Paxton in the month will be with the Montreal Alouettes. Um, if anyone thought he could play, they have paid the $4 million to prevent anyone else from having a shot at him. Uh, that's what the waiver wire's for. Nobody thought he could play. I don't know what you're arguing. Uh, let's see. Paxton will be on the couch playing Xbox, just like he has been for the last three years. Uh, my guess on Paxton, in 30 days, he'll be costumed up as Yeti at Disneyland Magic Mountain. <laughs> God, some of these are rough. Uh, he'll be the fry cook at Pete's Kitchen. Uh, he'll be at the AT&T store in DTC. He'll be up in Hamilton in the CFL. Uh, he'll be playing football in the back parking lot of a T-Mobile store during the break. All right, now, you guys are taking this too far. Listen, I'm rooting for the kid. I hope he's playing somewhere. I really do. Let I'll me, never root against a guy. Let I'll me just
5: try him. to calmly address this. For all these, you know, we, we got...
4: Assistant manager trainee at the Crab Shack.
5: For all the amateur Jay <laughs> Leno's on the text line, great. Your franchise was set back a decade over the weekend. A decade. Because find me the first-round draft pick quarterback who flames out exactly. and doesn't set the franchise back. Which is because why. Which now is you why. got Case Keenan, who at you the end, of this, year, of, who at the end of this year is going to be gone because you you're going to find out it. there's a reason why he's been with seven teams and the he's a journeyman. So, bust
4: in Broncos draft history. No, he's not. You just said it. You I just did not. Said it. I said you he flames out it. and it sets you the team back a decade. You just said it. I didn't say it. just said it. You said that. The, you said that. You said the okay. At nine o'clock, can we, we just replay this
5: segment? Because I didn't say he's the biggest bust. I didn't. So don't shout at me that I said something I shouting. didn't say. Right, but what did you say about the organization? I said when you years? have a first round pick that's a quarterback and he flames out, it sets the franchise back a decade. Okay, that's my, true.
4: That's your way of saying it. My way of saying it is the biggest draft bust in Broncos history. I just you got think, the Vic Lombardi Show. It's nine o'clock, top of the hour. Back after this.
3: Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids.
18: Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoffs at 830
3: with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Colorado Rapids. The Denver Nuggets. And the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now back to Vic Lombardi. It's
4: starting to drive me crazy. I'm here at the uh, UC Health Hooter Valley Hospital, sitting in this conference room doing this uh, radio show as we get set out to walk 82 miles. And Kyle Keep is behind me stretching, just randomly pacing, stretching. I mean, he has spent the last two hours in some sort of pregame mode. Like you do at football games when guys are trying to hype themselves up. He's now doing hamstring stretches. I need to remind him, dude, we're walking. We're not sprinting. We're walking. We're doing what old ladies do. We walk. 82 miles. Calm down. Yeah, he's, he's just on a different level. Anyway, if uh, you choose to track us or follow us or mock us or even donate to the cause, go to altitudesports.com, click on the banner, you can see what we're up to for the next three days as we make this journey from northern Fort Collins all the way to Pepsi Center over the course of three days, uh, raising money for uh, KSC Charities and also raising awareness, in the words of uh, Kyle Kiefer, just raising general awareness of things, whatever you want to be aware of. You want to be aware of this show? We're raising awareness. It's the Vic Lombardi Show on this Tuesday morning, the day after Labor Day. Uh, a lot to get to. We discussed what the Broncos have done. Uh, their initial depth chart for the 2018 season. Uh Fellas, I neglected to ask you. Now that the uh, division is set, we know what the rosters look like. The schedules are obviously in place. How many wins, what's the record for this Broncos team? Do you change your record based on what the Raiders have done now with Khalil Mack? Um, maybe a bit uneasy in Kansas City with their quarterback change. What do you think the the Broncos record will be by
0: the end of the season?
6: Well, it's funny, Vegas still has them in anywhere between the 7 and 8 range. I think that's about right. I I think it's a mediocre, middle-of-the-road football team, which is the toughest place to be in the NFL. If you made me guess today, I would say 8 and 8, because I could see them winning as few as 5, and I could see them winning as many as 11 if everything broke exactly right. So I'll just middle it and say 8. It's so weird to me going into Week 1 against Seattle to still feel like the range for this team is,
4: is huge. Broncos are favored in this game.
6: They are. They're three point favorites. Now, the Seahawks defense is nowhere near what it used to be. Uh, Russell Wilson's basically one of the only recognizable guys on that roster, I guess, along with Doug Baldwin. It's, it's a, it's a team that is just gutted from the, the two Super Bowls that went to. And I
4: hate, I hate to play the same odds, but I, I got them still at eight and eight. I, it's an eight and eight football team. Uh, uh if they can get hot, they get hot, but I, I don't see anything different right now. The rest of the division, I think, will come down to the Broncos. I think it will. I don't think the Raiders will be as good as they were. I think Kansas City's going to have some growing pains. I think that quarterback's going to be a stud in two or three years. I really do. Mahomes is going to be an absolute stud. But I think they're going to go through growing pains with him at quarterback.
5: I think the Broncos are a 6-10 and 10 football team. I think they've, That's fair. they've made some improvements since last year in some areas, and I think they've taken a step backward in some areas. You know, and everybody wants to get so excited about this offense. And, you know, we want to, any, anything Emmanuel Sanders says, apparently we should etch into some sort of tablet. And bring it down from a mountain. He's also the guy who said they were going to, wasn't he the one who said they were going to score 30 points a game or was that Chris Harris Jr. Who said they were going to score 30 points? It's Chris points Harris, a game. yeah. Um, which is laughable. Uh, if you want to look at the lines for this weekend, the smallest over under Broncos Seattle, the uh, Vegas doesn't think a lot of this offense. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, I wish I was at Dove Valley today, tomorrow when the players speak because I'm still waiting for that one player to come out and say, Damn, he got a raw deal. Paxton did. Got a raw deal here. Uh, too many coordinators, too many different systems. I'm, I'm waiting for that. still haven't heard that. I'm waiting for that to come down. I've heard the opposite. I haven't heard anybody defend him though. Those are his own teammates. And when that defense comes, we'll let you know. Cause I haven't heard it yet.
5: Yeah, when Tommy Maddox left here, uh, I remember a lot of people defending him. That was, that was one. And Ted Gregory, a lot of people defended him. Um, so, so far on the record, we've heard Emmanuel Sanders say he needed to be more authoritative in the huddle. Okay, that's a fair that's criticism. That's what a quarterback's supposed to do. That's a that's a fair criticism. Um I also remember a year ago everybody telling me how great Trevor Simeon was, and then I've spent the last six weeks hearing uh, that kid get thrown under the bus by all those same coaches, teammates, and media members. But whatever they say down at Dove Valley, we should take as the gospel um, because we've never seen an example of them not, not meaning it. Be- Ever. They're not
4: going to be right all the time, James. I think you know. Mm. Here's the problem: you want them to be 100% right on everything, and that's just not doable. That's not sports. That's not life. Uh, not, but nobody wins every decision in every game. So they're not right all the time, but they're right on this one. Everybody acknowledges as much. It's good. It's a good move. It's a smart
0: move. Well, we'll find parties. out.
5: We'll find they're out. Right. I, I mean, the, the media and fans uh, put enough pressure on them that they were tired of answering the question, which Vance Joseph clearly was yesterday. Maybe Nick uh,
4: Saban should have been their spokesperson.
5: And they ran a kid out of town who had some ran. potential. They had ran some potential. a kid out of town. They
4: ran. Okay. Yeah. They ran him out yeah. of town.
5: They did because if you think Kevin Hogan's a better quarterback than Paxton Lynch, then I, we shouldn't even have the conversation. Nope.
4: Nobody said that. Okay, did, so
5: why did, is one, here I, and one not here?
4: Saying, I tell you why because Kevin Hogan's going to run the scout team better than Paxton Lynch. Okay, and that tells you a lot. Oh, my God! They didn't trust Paxton Lynch to run the scout
5: team. Okay, but he- here's the thing, Vic. The-, the narrative always changes, and the problem in this town is... Because that's I- what you are now. No, no, no. You're a third-string no, quarterback. Hang no, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The problem is most people don't remember what the old narrative was, right? But I do. We had Jeff Legwald on here, and he said, well, I'm not... not way, Jeff's going to join
4: us at nine I'm
5: not sure they're comfortable with Chad Kelly as the number two, because that's going to limit his reps, and that's going to inhibit his development. Okay, the... Anybody say that two years ago when Paxton Lynch was the number two? No, but it's a new narrative that fits this year's story, so we're going to make it up. So if that was actually true, if that was actually problematic, somebody should have said it two years ago. Somebody should have said it last year. They didn't because it's a bunch of poppycock. No different than this whole he runs a better scout team. This is the first I've ever heard this. Your third team quarterback needs to be great at running the scout team. Okay, I guess Zach Dysert was the world's greatest scout team quarterback. There was nothing like having Zach Dysert out there be Russell Wilson and then Derek Carr and then Big Ben and you name it. Zach Dysert could do the imitation. He was the rich little of third string quarterbacks. He could okay, imitate to, anybody. Right, oh my gosh.
4: You want me you want me to tell you you want me to tell you the truth. Just making it up. I I'll, I'll feed you some truth right now. There's a uh, there's a linebacker that plays for the Denver Broncos who told me that when they tried to mimic certain teams and certain quarterbacks last year, that he couldn't do it. He, he couldn't do what the offense dictated for the scout team. Could not get it done. It's a practice, and you couldn't get it done.
5: Okay, he was the second string quarterback last year. He was a, running, a lot, a, running a lot of scout teams. Running a lot of scout teams. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay.
4: yes, he was on many occasions. When is this, he was really is this the same?
5: His, is this the same source that told you he was going to be on the fifty-three?
4: Uh. He was, oh, he was on the 53. Free, he was on the 53.
5: For gone. a day. That, so, well, he you're, the, so you're saying your proclamation from last week that he was going to make the 53 was He pure. did.
4: <laughs> he did make the 53.
5: Okay. All right.
4: I mean, I, I, I'm trying to figure out who are you, wow. who are you fighting now? Who are wow. you fighting? What's the fight against? What's okay. the anger? For? I'm just making sure angry I'm un- about?
5: I'm just making sure I'm understanding it. I'm just making sure he wasn't good enough to run the scout team, but Kevin Hogan is. Okay. All right.
4: Okay. Well, he wasn't good enough to do something
5: mm-hmm.
4: clearly, or he'd still be here.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: If, if you had, if you had your way, what would you do here?
5: And nobody wanted to pay him four million dollars this year. They thought he'd clear waivers, and then they could sign him to a contract that they would be better for them. Okay, so that so means he can't play.
4: If Manchester okay. were running things, what would you do?
5: I, same thing I told you two years ago. Yeah, same me, thing I told you me. last without, year. Without spending I wouldn't 30 have gone, minutes, w- tell me what you'd do. I wouldn't have gone with Trevor Simeon because he's a road okay, to nowhere. I would, would have gone with Paxton Lynch. I that would was have still gone with Paxton Lynch. That's the best performance we've seen it from a quarterback in a Broncos uniform in three years. All right, it so, was. So
4: Fact. Manchester's, Fact. Manchester's suggestion to start the season for the Denver, Denver Broncos, Paxton Lynch is your starter against Seattle.
5: Yes, I would have gone with Paxton okay. Lynch and not brought in Chase Keenum. I would have, I would I would never have kept would have to leave. You know that. I would, I would have, have kept the team to leave.
4: But that statement is the most idiotic statement I've heard out of a talk show host in Denver quite some time.
5: Okay. Well, we're, fix- we're fixing to find out. I hope he lands somewhere Watch where he actually gets some games, decent coaching James. and a decent opportunity. Watch I did, Vic. He you was blame 14 the coaching. At, wait a minute. You blame the
4: players. Wait a you minute. blame the media. Time out. You blame Kyle Keith. You blame this fit Flex 2 that was given to me. You blame everybody involved. But the player, Time you are in the blame game.
5: Timeout. In the pre, no, that's, see that's not true. And I'm, it, what gets me upset is when you say things that I didn't say. I, I, I just spent 15 minutes uh, talking about how he's also at fault. There's a lot of blame to go around. So I specifically blamed Paxton Lynch, and then 15 minutes later, I'm told that I, I blame everybody but the quarterback. I like, I said he's partially at fault. I said he's just not the only one at fault. That's the thing. But here's my question for you. In all the games he played his regular season and preseason, what's the one game they actually played him in shotgun and let him play shotgun? The thing I was screaming for them to do last year? What's the one game? It was was Thursday. It was Thursday. And what did he do when he played in a system that was tailored to his talent? He was 14 out of 15, 120 yards, two touchdowns, no interception, and nearly a perfect quarterback rating. I don't right. know. I've been clamoring for that for two years. Instead, Rick, but that the immortal team. Gary Kubiak and Rick Dennison decide to play Trevor Simeon and then pl- force square pegs into round holes.
4: Okay. Guess what? Thirty-one Great. teams saw him perform in that preseason finale. Let me see him. Where are those thirty-one teams? Boy, they're clawing to get at him. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, nobody Woo. wanted to
5: pay him four million dollars. Thirty-one Shocker. teams. I'm y- shocked. They
4: put him in shotgun, and that changed the tune of every GM in the league. My goodness, they want him now. We're fixing. We to take a break. We're fixing
5: we're, to find out. We He's are right. fixing
4: when. we come back Jeff Legwald I say Jeff and I take another lap another victory lap you got the first
5: one worked out great
3: the home of the Rapids the Nuggets the Avalanche Denver's best sports talk all day long altitude 950
0: jumper counts if it goes got it at the horn the Colorado Rapids take on Atlanta United FC on September 15th at Dick Sporting Goods Park. And into the wall, his Tim Howard. Once again with a massive save. Bring your whole family no matter the size, courtesy of the Coca-Cola family plan. Starting at only $30, you get a ticket to the game, a meal, and a Coke. Oh my word! He scores with his left! He scores with his right! Edgar Castillo scores what he wants! Get your tickets now at ColoradoRapids.com.
19: Is your car in need of some work? The last
2: the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy, They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower costs and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800 or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com.
11: Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year, and my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly, and K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind, so you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white, and K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish again for free and just so you know both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window uh that's a lot of green the sunrise b-class windows are energy efficient they'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills so call knh today for your free in-home consultation oh and chat with them about their financing options too just go to khwindows.com khwindows.com for windows.com
3: What you're for. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic
13: Lombardi. Uh, Kevin fits, fits what our quarterbacks look like. He's an athletic guy. He has a good arm. He's very, very smart. He's fast with the ball. So he fits the profile of what Chad and Case looks like physically. So he was a good fit for us.
4: Conference room at the uh, UC Health Hooter Valley Hospital as we get set to walk 82 miles today. We spent the night in uh, Windsor last night at Kyle Keefe's mother's house because it's nearby and we figured, you know, let's cut this short. Got a big radio show this morning. Didn't want to drive too far. Uh, Although these ladies managed it, we couldn't. Uh, So we drove up here from uh, Kyle's mother's house and uh, I look in the lunchbox here. She gave us a bag of breakfast burritos and Kyle's name is on his. So Kyle, here's yours. My goodness, I thought my mom was the only one who did that. Even at this age, they still do it. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Uh, we're talking Broncos. We do it every week, every Tuesday, with our Broncos insider, Jeff Legwald, who joins us on the hotline. Jeffrey, how are you? What's going on, Vic? I'm getting ready to walk, bro. I'm getting ready to make my way down to Pepsi Center over the course of the next three days. The Broncos made their way down to 53, Um Outside of the Lynch stuff, which we'll get to momentarily, any other surprises that caught your attention from the decisions they made over the weekend?
21: Yeah, I don't think surprises, but you gotta, you gotta pause a little bit when you see a team keep 10 rookies, uh, and that's exactly what they did. So a, a testament to their draft class and a couple undrafted guys, but that, that really shows you what they're thinking. They're thinking, you know, athleticism and they told a team that finished 5 and 11 last year, it didn't matter where you were drafted, they were keeping the best guys. And while they kept Lynch initially, uh, he eventually was waived too. So I, I think they held true to that, that promise that they, they had with the players all off season.
4: Seems to me they made a move to really beef up and bolster their special teams unit and you could see it in the inside linebackers. They've got a bunch of those and 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 the rookies, the athletic rookies who can play that position. A lot of these moves were very much to help special teams, were they not? Yeah, I think they broke
21: most of the ties. In fact, every player, you know, Matt Lacoste the tight end, maybe a bit of a surprise to people, but special teams played a huge role in why why they kept him, you know. Philip Lindsay, I think everybody saw what he did as a running back, but what really cemented his place uh, was all the things he does on special teams, and even signing Adam Jones. That that signing was almost purely special teams, and whatever he gives them on defense, they'll be they'll be happy with. So, and I think I think the new rules, you know, no big guys uh, on the kickoff teams anymore. So you're you're going to see. Teams keep extra linebackers, extra defensive backs, and you know the Broncos are at at ten linebackers and nine DBs, and last year they were at uh, seven linebackers and nine DBs. So you can see the difference.
4: I think Bronco fans are all wondering why they let go of D'Angelo Henderson. Uh, we saw bits and pieces of him, and he looked good in the season finale last year. Looked good at times in preseason. Why let him walk instead of say David Williams? You know, I, you know, in terms of the practice squad, you mean? You
21: know, I think, you know, they, I think he was one of the last sort of spots they were talking about, and it it was pretty deep in camp. I I still thought they were going to keep four running backs plus a fullback, and and I think they were leaning that way, and then, you know, that they decide they want to keep Alexander's. Uh, Johnson at linebacker, you know, DeMonte Thomas at, at safety. And then, you know, pretty soon there's no room. You know, they were already down just at three tight ends. So they were light on offense already. And then there's still, you know, in the end, he, there wasn't room for him. And I think, you know, practice squad, when you try to sign a guy back to the practice squad, that's his choice. You know, yeah. he can, he can say yes or no. So. I think probably as much as they wanted to bring D'Angelo back and, and to see if you know they could, he I think he wanted to to try his luck someplace else.
4: Well, well, why would he? You know, why would he come back here? They told him. They told him as much, right? I mean, right. I mean They make you know, it easy for you. Why? Why? Why Devonte Booker over D'Angelo Henderson? You know, that's
21: the question everybody wants to know. And again, it's it's how you play the position, and I think. Essentially, Philip Lindsay is D'Angelo Henderson in the offense, you know, and and he's going to get those snaps, and they want two big backs to go with him. And I don't think they were comfortable with the idea of Royce Freeman being the only big back, and then they have two sort of undersized guys. So I think he just got caught in the pinch a little bit. Uh, I think that's one. I think that was one of the cuts that was really tough for them. I, I think they. They had a lot invested in him, and and they still think he can play. Uh, I think in the end, those last ten roster spots, you need the special teams coach to sort of stand up for you,
4: and I think other guys won those jobs, and and he didn't. Uh, Back to the quarterbacks. Talking to Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider. Do you think the Broncos cut Paxton Lynch if Kevin Hogan's not available? Is one move based on the other, or did it matter? I think they were going to get another quarterback
21: at some point. I think they just like Hogan enough to do it right now. I, I, I think they had been talking to veteran quarterbacks, and a lot of those guys didn't want to go somewhere until they could see if they were going to have a chance to fill in for an injured starter somewhere. So I think a couple weeks into the season, some of those veterans they had been talking to would have been more inclined to sign. So... Uh, I think his time was limit. He was going to be number three at at best here, and that you know you know what that means. That means no practice time, uh, scout team if anything, and developmentally that's not going to help you. And you know I, I think they I think they would have moved on to a veteran
4: at some point during the season. Is there any credence to the theory that he can't be at number three? He can't be a scout team guy. They need to, they need to find a quarterback who can actually run scout team and run it competently. And that was one of the fears in keeping Paxton Lynch.
21: I, uh, you know, you, you just got to wonder how it would have gone, Vic. I mean, they'd already, he'd essentially lost three competitions. And frankly, I don't think they got the response they wanted after the demotion. I, I think they wanted to see a little more fire from him. I think they wanted to see him you know, sort of try to fix the things they were telling him he needed to fix. And uh, I think he – I think in his mind he was working hard, and it wasn't like he was late or doing any of those things. He wasn't. I think they just wanted to see a little more from him. And, and in the end, I think it's very telling, they signed a third-year quarterback to replace Paxton Lynch, who was a third-year quarterback. So it wasn't like they they went and got some guy with – tons more experience, they just got a guy they think will do a better job at what they need him to do.
4: Jeff Legwald, our Broncos insider, as we approach the opening week of the season, the Seattle Seahawks come in. Your Broncos are favored in this game. I guess I'll ask you the same question I asked Manchester and HW. How many wins do you see out of the Broncos, given that the division, I believe, has sort of come back to the pack? Raiders may not be as good. They let Khalil Mack go. Uh, the, the Chiefs with Mahomes, that transition, uh, to a new quarterback. I think the Broncos are very much in this division this year. How many wins do you see?
21: Uh, you know, initially I was thinking, you know, eight and eight would be a good sort of bounce back from last year, but then you watch what the Raiders did and you're, you know, I, I've thought all along that the Chiefs had let the defense slide, and now you see the proof of that. I mean, they, they're signing street three agents to be role players in their defense, and that's never a good sign. So I don't think the division's nearly as strong as as it was last year, and, and I think that gives them some room to go to eight, nine, and with a little luck, maybe even a little better uh, in terms of wins. But They've got to stay healthy, especially in the offensive line. I think that's the one spot uh, they're pretty thin, and they, they need that group to come together, or a lot of us talk about improvements is, is going to be a waste of time because they're going to be stuck in kind of the same offensive rut they were last year if they can't protect the quarterback.
4: I think you said it best. I'm looking at the depth chart, um, Jeffrey, and the offensive line just on the surface, the starters – doable very serviceable but you get to that second level man and you got rookies in there you got guys that are barely there's going to be some issues if they get hurt early um is there anything that they can do to address that is there anybody anybody clear the waivers that they may make a run at or is this it i think they've got the group they feel the best about i think think the
21: hardest other than quarterback the hardest player to find uh, if you don't have them, are tackles? Nobody lets tackles go. There, you know the the quality of player that's available at offensive tackle at any point during the season is not is not going to get it done for you, and and you're just getting emergency guys. So they really need to stay healthy. And I think you know watching Ron Leary go through the season is going to you know I think people should pay attention to that because he he was held out an awful lot in the off-season, even training camp, with the knee issue. So I, I think they've sort of got their fingers crossed there. But I think they have a little more depth inside. But if they have injuries at tackle, I think they're going to have
4: a hard time. What are the Raiders thinking? What is Gruden thinking? And we had this debate earlier, and uh, Manchester made a great <laughs> Nobody point. Nobody knows. Well, Manchester made a great point. It's hard to keep a highly paid defensive player along with a highly paid quarterback. That that combination's very rare, and not many teams have that. But... If you had that choice to make in Oakland, would you have made the same choice Gruden did?
21: Uh, I don't think so because I think they could have pulled it off. The cap is high enough now. I mean, it's going to be $200 per team in in the not-so-distant future. So you could pull that off if if you have some planning. You know, it isn't like 10 years ago when you're talking about, you know, two-star players on a team. It's doable now. But you can't re-sign all these middle tier guys like they did and use up your cap space doing that. You gotta, you gotta have priorities. And I don't think it's any accident you're seeing this from a guy who was out of the league for a while. I mean, things have advanced in terms of how people handle the cap and the kinds of contracts you sign. And, and his vision of what big money is, isn't so much the case anymore when, when you look at salaries around the league, yeah, for me and you, it's it's ridiculous money. It's forever money. But if you look around the league, you know, Mac was going to get a, a salary of what it called for, you know, if, what his position, what his resume called for. And, then, again, you, you've got a guy who's assembled the oldest team in the league and he traded away the star player. I, th- mm-hmm. I think that's a tough way to go in, in the locker room and team
4: meetings. Why is Chucky always so worried about money? It's not his money. My goodness, you know, he's always so, you're right about that. And you just painted a picture that's very accurate. He's been out of the league for a while and the numbers still shock him, it seems. Well, they're not going anywhere. And you're not, it's not coming it's out of your it. pocket.
21: And I, it's like, you know, I'd be like me saying, you know, when I was a kid, gas cost whatever. Well, yeah. that's great, but that's not what it costs now. I mean, that's how, you know, that's how the world works. And I just think. The coaching part of it, he kept up on, but I'm not sure. Uh, he's obviously been given personnel power by the owner, and I- I'm not sure he did as much work staying abreast of what you do with the salary cap than as he did, you know, doing, you know, designing plays on offense. So if you're going to have
4: both jobs, you better you better have done the research on both jobs. Okay, we'll, we'll leave you with quarterback. We started with quarterback. And it's more than just a Paxton Lynch problem. It's a, it's an evaluation problem. Uh, I think we've determined that and it's fair to say that. These are the quarterbacks drafted by the Broncos over the course of the last 10 years, reading this right off of uh, Nikki Jabala's Twitter page. And, and when you read this, you're like, okay, uh, none of these guys stuck. Tom Brandstader in 2009, sixth round pick. Tim Tebow, first rounder. Brock Osweiler, second rounder. Zach Deicert, seventh. Trevor Simeon, seventh. Paxton Lynch, first. Chad Kelly, seventh. Those are the quarterbacks taken over the course of the last 10 years. I've always said you can't draft enough quarterbacks, take as many as you possibly can, got to find one to stick. Well, um, Kelly's still on the roster, but the other guys are gone. Uh Is that pretty much what happens on every team, or is that just Denver? Well, it, it happens to
21: a lot of teams because it's, you know, I, I think no position have there been so many first-round mistakes made as as quarterbacks. So, Maybe wide receiver, but, uh, it is an evaluation issue. And I think part of it, Vic, is, you know, college football and pro football are the same in name only. You know, they're, they're, they're not alike and guys who succeed in college may not succeed in the pros because it is so different in terms of what you what you're looking at and, and the information you have to process. So, uh, but you know, Elways drafted five quarterbacks. In his tenure and only one is still on the roster, Chad Kelly. So, uh, they've obviously got to kind of go back and see why this is happening, uh, and what they need to do. But, you know, I think Lynch, I think Lynch was a reach on their part. I think they knew it at the time. I I think the need, again, this is what happens when you sort of make draft moves when you're, you think you're in a position of need. And I think they reached on it and I think ultimately they paid for it because they traded up to take him. And, and then sometimes the guy doesn't develop. And I think Paxton Lynch exited much the same player he came in. And, and I think some of that's on the player too. That's not totally, you know, a team's evaluation.
4: That's what the guy do when he was given the opportunity. All right, last one. We're up against Jeff Legwald. Where will Paxton Lynch be one month from today? That's a, my Power 5 question of the day. Where's he going to play football, if he's going to play football?
21: Yeah, if he's not willing to take a, a two or a three job, I think he's still waiting for the opportunity. He'll be on the workout circuit. Uh, I know a few teams are interested in seeing what he looks like throwing the ball around. It's just going to be how aggressive he is looking for a job. And, and how willing he is just to get on a roster
4: to do it. Otherwise, I, I think he's still doing workouts a month from now. Jeff Legwald, ESPN.com, our Broncos insider. Thanks for a few minutes, buddy. It's game week. Get your game face on. You too. Have a happy stroll. Alright, buddy. Take care. Happy stroll. 82 miles. Nothing happy about it. I'll be happy when I'm done. Let me steal a quote from my man, Philip Lindsay, who Dude, I I like this guy more and more every day. He sought permission to wear number 30 from Terrell Davis before he chose that number, and Terrell was happy to oblige. But Phil Lindsay quotes on Twitter, The dream is free. The hustle to reach is sold separately. There's no better triumph in life than doing what others said you couldn't. He is a dream chaser. Love that stuff. Love that mindset. That's why he's in the NFL today, and it's why we're about to embark on 82 miles of walking. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 930. We're back after this
17: labor day is here and it's time for incredible savings on appliances at mountain high appliance hi i'm brad barnett president of mountain high appliance and if you're looking for the best deals on today's hottest appliances then you've come to the right place check out our huge selection of french store refrigerators so many styles and colors you're sure to find just the right look for your kitchen looking for a new dishwasher then come see the latest models from bosch every model is on sale how about a new washer and dryer We have the best selection from Whirlpool, Maytag, Samsung, Frigidaire, and more. For even crazier discounts, visit our new Denver Clearance Center or Louisville Clearance Center. For a limited time, save an additional 10, 15, or 20% off our already discounted prices when you buy one or more appliances. Save up to 80%. Get to Mountain High Appliance today and experience the difference. For hours and directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain
3: High Appliance in Louisville, your favorite appliance store.
17: Thank you. Hey, ABS fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of
8: your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an Icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information, and go Avs!
14: Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows, yes. And respects, of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients, yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything, only injury cases, mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company, absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people for a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. championsofthepeople.com There really isn't any other choice.
10: Cool 105 presents Cool Concert 2018 starring Rick Springfield live also starring Loverboy Special guest, Jim Blossoms, and Tommy Tutone. Saturday, September 22nd, Pepsi Center. Reserve seats starting at just 10.50. On sale now at LiveNation.com and all altitude ticket
1: outlets. Hi, Jack Farland from Farland Classic Restoration. We're working on several cars that owners brought to us to figure out the last few problems. Anyone who's owned a classic car knows exactly what I mean. Maybe it doesn't always start, or even worse, it won't get you home. We call it the last 5%. It's our specialty. We can sort those problems out, so all you have to worry about is getting behind the wheel and having fun. Learn more at FarlandCars.com. That's FarlandCars.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open.
3: Call 303-753-0950 to join the show.
13: Nick
4: Lombardi show live on the road. We're at Pooter Valley Hospital, UC Health, here in Fort Collins, where uh, Kyle Keep and myself are about to hit the, uh, hit the streets. We're gonna walk from here to Denver. Here at a Pepsi Center over the course of the next three days. Fellas, are you guys going to come help us along the way or anything, support, anything?
6: I'll watch from afar. I assume your social media game will be on point. I'm gonna no, throw... no,
4: support, no support
6: bus? Good vibes. I mean, a bus? Like... Wouldn't a bus be breaking the rules?
4: Well, you know how they do it in the Tour de France. they got the support buses coming from... We need some help. Somebody to say, hey... Good job. Way to go, team. That would almost Something. just
6: be mocking you, though, because you'd want to get on the bus so badly, yeah. and you can't.
4: Well, if you do find us along the way, uh, go to AltitudeSports.com. You'll find the route. We're going to be giving away T-shirts, Atlas T-shirts. we got tickets to give away. Uh Things will be done. It will make it worth your while, trust me. 82 miles uh, in support of KC, KSC Charities. Uh, already a lot of money donated. Man, Rycroft hit us up big already. Uh, another event going on today. Coaches versus Cancer Luncheon at uh, Big Bill's Pizza. Everybody knows Big Bill. Bill Fickey, former uh, Nuggets assistant coach. Doug Moe's in town. All the big uh, basketball coaches in town. College, pro alike. They'll be at Big Bill's today between 11 and 3. He does it every year. I wish I was there for some pizza. I'd walk there right now. Trust me. Uh, Jeff Legwald said a couple things about the roster guys and, uh, he mentioned D'Angelo Henderson. D'Angelo Henderson versus Devontae Booker. And I can sort of see why the Broncos made the decision to go with a veteran, albeit a three-year veteran. They have so many rookies on this roster as it is, ten rookies. That's one position where you, to go with Freeman, Lindsey and Henderson, three dudes with very little experience. That's asking a lot, isn't it?
5: Yeah, it's why Devontae Booker almost came into the season getting a roster spot by default. Like there's, there was nobody else in that room that had any experience at all. Like you have to have somebody that you know, okay, this is what he can do. We've actually seen him in an NFL game. You have to have someone on the roster who can, who can fill that role. So yeah, he was going to be on the 53. That wasn't all that surprising um you know i I just i find it funny you know d'angelo henderson okay great he had a couple of nice runs the other the other night he had what 11 carries 53 yards something like that he had a one long touchdown run in garbage time against chicago but that means he can play we just don't apply the same rules to everyone i I just it's the part of it i've never understood this like some guys kyle Sloter can look good in garbage time that means he's, he's, boy, Broncos are stupid for letting him go. Other players look good in garbage time and it doesn't mean anything. That's odd to me.
4: Well, is looking good in garbage time and in quality time, we've seen somebody in quality time and we've seen how he plays and it's not good enough. But enough about that, dude. I am, I'm all Paxton doubt. I'm, I'm with Vance Joseph on that. Let, let that story go. It's gone and I don't care. I don't, I, I hope the best for him. I do care about the Rockies down the stretch. I do care about what they need to do. And they've got 25 games left in the season. They're currently in first place by a half game. 25 games. How many of those 25 do you think they have to win win this division? And obviously that can change, but if you gave me a number right now. They have to win this many of the 25. What is
6: it? I would say 17 because it's it's a lot of playing the teams that uh, you're going against. So, yeah, 17-8 and eight feels like a tall order, but every one of these games against the Dodgers for example later this week is doubly magnified cuz it'll move you an extra game in the standings cuz it guarantees whatever you do they do the opposite i think it's 17 and 8 which sounds like a daunting task but that's what's ahead of the Rockies in my eyes
5: manchester 17 and 8 gets them to what is that 92 wins yeah uh boy that feels about right that is that's getting hot though i mean it's winning yeah, two is, out of three I mean,
4: 17 and 8 doesn't sound hot but that's hot
5: yeah, I'm gonna, that, that, that's I'm, September baseball. I'm gonna go with 15 and 10. Not, I think 90 wins can win this division this year. I now, agree. the one team that, that, that worries me though, I, I think, I think if they go 15 and 10, they beat out Arizona. I'm not sure that they beat out the Dodgers if they go 15 and 10, cause that is a team, we've seen it, we right. saw it a year ago, they can get 17 and 8 type of hot or better. They're the ones that I, I really would have liked to seen Arizona beat up on them a bit and put them Back in the pack, because there they are nipping at the Rockies' heels, they're the worrisome team. Well,
4: what scares me about the Dodgers is, okay, they lose to the Mets, 4-2 yesterday. Um, But they can get right back in it when they come to town this weekend. They, You're right, they still control a lot of things because they play the Rockies, they play the Diamondbacks, and they're the Dodgers. They were in Game 7 of the World Series last year. Now, if you missed it earlier, when they do come to town this weekend, they may have to come to town without their closer, Kenley Jansen, who uh, has that irregular heartbeat, and they don't trust him in altitude. They don't want him in altitude. His doctors advised him not to play here, so they may have to survive without him uh, in Denver. They're going to miss three games of, of Jansen here against the Rockies, which is a big break for the Rockies. Uh, you win series. That's all I ask. Win series. Win two out of three for the Giants. Win two out of three from the Dodgers. Keep winning series. Splitting series. And you're in the playoffs. Well,
6: that easy. and Vic, you, you like to read ESPN's playoff odds. They've got the Dodgers this morning at 83.8%. My goodness. They're saying it's a mere, it's nearly a certainty the Dodgers will make the postseason. Rockies meanwhile sit at 41.1%. Arizona guys has lost four in a row. Their playoff odds are down to 25.6%. Wow.
4: Yeah. So a team that is trailing the Rockies in the standings. Has doubled them in probability to make the playoffs.
6: Yep, according to ESPN, they're eight and two in their last ten, and they face a bad Mets team again tonight. Rockies got lucky; they lost last night. Now, granted, it was uh Syndergaard on the mound,
4: or, or DeGrom. Is that, I can't is that? Let me ask you this: Is that just Dodgers mystique talking, or is that is there is there more to it than that? Is that just the Dodgers who they are? If the, if we were talking about the Padres, would they carry that same percentage? Because that seems pretty bold. To say they've got an 83 percent chance, given the fact they're a half game back. Here, here's a look at the Dodgers' schedule. By the way, uh, we know the Rockies. We know that the Rockies have to play the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks 13 times before now and the end of the season. The Dodgers, meanwhile, two more against the Mets, three in Colorado, three in Cincinnati. Should be a gimme. Four at St. Louis. Dude, the Dodgers. How many games is this? The Dodgers have a long road trip. Long. Road trip between September 7th and September 17th. They got 10 games on the road. Eh?
6: And they finished with six on the road, huh. Vic. What's crazy is they have six home games the rest of the way after Wednesday. If six home games left, that's a team okay. out on the road a lot.
4: And they got an 83% probability of making the playoffs? According
6: what? to ESPN.
5: There, a bit of it is mystique. Uh, and it's a little bit of what I was just talking about, right? Of like, hey, this is a team that and went to the world series last year had that incredibly hot stretch last season uh i think everybody's kind of just sitting here waiting for him to do it again they're kind of in the midst of it they've won 8 out of 10 so uh, yeah there's probably some of it that's mystique but it's also on paper who's got who's got a better roster well yeah it, it's it, it's the dodgers i mean you know clayton Kershaw is also on that team and everybody likes to talk about oh he's 6 and 5 he's 6 and 5 he has a 2.4 era Clayton Kershaw has been Clayton Kershaw. It's just wins and losses haven't really shown that. So Friday night, game one of that series, Rockies have their quote-unquote ace, John Gray on the hill. They're they're facing Clayton Kershaw. To me, that's why they're at 83%, because in those kind of situations, they've got the clear advantage.
4: I just like the fact that they have to come to town, and they may not be able to bring their closer with them. And that's a huge opportunity the Rockies must take advantage of. If the Rockies win two out of three from the Dodgers, I'll feel so much better. So much better by the end of the weekend. I can't wait. Every game is must-see TV right now. One team leads the division, and that team is the Rockies. For the first time since 1995, have they led the division this late in the season? One segment to go before we begin our walk. One segment Before the end of my life, you got the Vic Lombardi show live from Poudre Valley Hospital, UC Health in Fort Collins. You got Altitude 950. Final thoughts when we come back.
3: 950 is talking Broncos. Adam Pac-Man
5: Jones, one-year deal. The,
15: the first thing I think is, wow, they're yeah. in way more trouble than they let us on to. I
5: don't know that there could be a more desperate move than that. Can he help the team? We'll see. But he'll
4: really help this team if he stays out of trouble. And,
8: to me, this smacks of desperation for the Broncos.
14: Whether you like him or not, he's got a football reputation also. Eats up balls, gobbles up defense. What
8: does it say about the guys you drafted? I mean, what does it tell you? Follow the conversation on Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Nobody
16: Honey, have you seen the keys?
18: No, you drove the car last.
8: Didn't I give them to you to open the door?
9: Did you check your pockets?
8: Like ten times. even checked your purse. You probably locked them in the car.
17: I didn't
18: drive the car, remember?
8: Ha ha, you're funny.
18: Do you need me to come find them for you? I'll bet I'll find them in your pocket.
8: They're probably in that black hole purse of yours.
15: Forgetting things is human nature, so we'd like to remind you to check with your healthcare provider and see if you need any vaccinations. Experts agree vaccinations are the best way to keep you healthy and protected against vaccine-preventable diseases. To learn more, visit ColoradoImmunizations.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
7: Real eggs, savory sausage, and melty cheese calling you. Detour to White Castle for a three-dollar breakfast combo. No time to stop? Add new breakfast sliders to your grocery list now at White Castle and in your freezer aisles.
16: I had
9: great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, How did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever.
7: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
9: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened.
7: Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe Natural and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com.
11: Oh, fall, you beautiful, beautiful season. The colors are what I love about this time of year. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions want to add a splash of color to your life. Get new windows for your home before things get too chilly. And K&H will upgrade your Sunrise V-Class windows to any standard exterior color that you want for free. And look, not everybody wants to paint with all the colors of the wind. So you can keep the exterior color of the windows a standard white. And K&H will still upgrade your interior to a lovely wood grain finish, again, for free and just just so you know, both of those upgrades are a $500 value per window. Uh, that's a lot of green. The Sunrise V-Class windows are energy efficient. They'll add so much value to your home and save you money on your energy bills. So call K&H today for your free in-home consultation. Oh, and chat with them about their financing options, too. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com.
3: For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has are Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station. Now back to Vic Lombardi.
4: Rockies and Giants tonight at Coors Field. Herman Marquez against Derek Rodriguez. Rodriguez six two with a two-four-seven. Marquez a four eleven ERA. But man, I like Marquez. I-, I like him at this time of year. I like the way he's pitched of late. I like Herman Marquez. I have confidence in Marquez as much as I do Kyle Freeland. Fellas, um, when you look at pitching staffs coming down the line, the biggest question was whether or not Tyler Anderson would be able to give you anything. Did he give you enough in that last outing, yesterday's out? Did he give you enough to throw him back in the rotation for his next stop?
6: Yeah, I think he earned another start. I mean, we talked about what was the alternative, Jeff Hoffman, I guess, yeah. Chad Bettis, but no, Anderson was good enough that he will uh in my book get another start. Yeah, he seven gave,
5: strikeouts. He gave him a shot, right? He 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 gave him an opportunity to win. It wasn't like his uh four of his six previous starts where they had put six on the board by the time they were out of the second inning. So, yeah, he was he was fine yesterday. Was he great? No, but he was fine. I mean, he didn't didn't dig him a big hole. That's all they were looking for out of him.
4: We forgot about the Diamondbacks losing to the Padres yesterday. The Padres doing to the D-backs what they did to the Rockies. They're giving teams fits. That's what scares me about playing mediocre or sub-500 teams down the stretch. They play with that reckless abandon, that carefree attitude. I mean, teams like San Diego have no business winning this time of year against winning teams, and yet they are. They do. And and, and you wonder, again, remember when the Rockies had those, what was it, 36 straight against winning baseball teams? Was it 36 or 46? I've already forgotten. 46. 46 straight, and that's when they played their best baseball of the year. love the fact they've got the the Dodgers and Diamondbacks 13 times between now and the end of the season. 13 of the 25 games left will be against the two teams they are facing in this division race. It's great.
5: Yeah, it is. In as much as though you would get those teams that have nothing to lose, they're kind of playing loosey-goosey. Man, you also wouldn't mind some of those games where uh, the other team is starting their AAA call-up. That that wouldn't be so bad either. So um, there's just two remember,
4: James, the Rockies lost to Jordan Lyle.
5: No, I know, I know. They they Pedro Peralta no-hit him into the sixth in his major league debut earlier this year at, at Coors Field. So I, I get it. There's just there's two sides to that coin um but i, I the head to head against arizona and, and la that's what you like that's what you're that's what you're looking for cuz then it's completely in your hands go take care of it and win the division for the first time in a quarter century
4: uh a new naming rights partner for a stadium a football stadium not the one here in town cardinal stadium in glendale arizona formerly university of phoenix stadium well they just changed the naming rights purchased by state farm for the next 18 years. So it'll be called State Farm Stadium, which begs the question, if the Cardinals can find a suitor, a successor, what's taking so long? What is taking so long? I wonder if it leads anything. My theory I had last week with this whole gambling thing coming down in the next few months and uh, legalized gambling in every state uh, federally, I, I, wonder if, I wonder if a casino's earmarked or if there's something down the pike that they're waiting for this legislation to pass. I I I don't know what else, how else to explain it.
5: No, it is uh, it is bizarre. Um, I I think it's so just a matter of, you know, Broncos are asking too much money for uh, a stadium that basically gets ten eleven events a year. I mean the difference with State Farm Stadium, which is a better name than University of Phoenix Stadium. That was always confusing. Yeah, that weird. one
4: confused the heck out of me too. Um,
5: the, but that that facility. Hosts you know Super Bowls, it hosts bowl, bowl games. games, it hosts yeah. Final Fours. It has other things there because they did it right and put a roof on the place That's the issue here is it's you know you're going to get your ten Bronco games, two of which nobody cares about um you're going to get the Rocky Mountain showdown and then that's about it so um that's the problem is they they they're they're asking too much money for a facility that just isn't used enough
4: well, maybe you're on to something, Manchester, maybe that's the delay. Maybe they are planning uh, major upgrades, uh, major changes, or (laughs) frankly just raise the place and start anew. Maybe that is down the pike, which is causing this. You know, because there's no other way to explain it. There there are fair-minded people who sell things all the time over there. I mean, that sale should have happened in a month.
5: It's yeah. been two years. And at some point, you know, there's the, the sunk cost of the two years you got nothing, right? Like, I mean, yeah, maybe you're going to take less on the overall deal than you would have wanted to, but now how much do you have to get? Cause you had two years where you got goose egg. That makes it even harder to make the, the math work. So, uh, it has been my suggestion all along is they just need to, you know, bring in the wrecking ball and tear down that dump and start a, start anew. But, uh, we certainly haven't heard anybody say that that's in the works.
4: Well, we'll uh, soon find out. the The Broncos, of course, are getting set for Mile High Stadium's regular season debut game this Sunday against the Seahawks. Uh, seeing a Seattle team come in with Russell Wilson should be a challenge for the defense. And we talk so much about the offense improving from the Broncos. I, I still need to I, I need to see proof that the defense is what we think it is. And what what do we think it is? Because I. It's not the defense that won a Super Bowl, right? It's it's not that defense anymore. And we keep trying to hold out hope that it is. It's not. It's not a championship defense. They gotta prove it again. There were many times last year where the defense was equally to blame. And I get it. They couldn't lean on the offense at all. But you gotta show me you can stop the run. You got to show me that you can get to the quarterback, and if they can't get to the quarterback with this arsenal of rushers, my goodness, who can?
5: Well, a lot of getting to the quarterback is playing with a lead, so I do think they have a slightly better chance of that happening more this year uh, with Case Keenum under center than they did than it happened last year with, with Trevor. But I, I'm with you. This defense is worrisome to me, and we touched on it just briefly at the start of the show. But Todd Davis being named a captain along with Von, Von Miller, that's odd to me. Right? You think about, so, uh, he's a guy on a one year deal. It, it, uh, so he's ahead of Brandon Marshall. He's ahead of Derek Wolf. Chris he's Harris. He's ahead of Chris Harris. He's ahead of, I mean, the list goes on and on. We're like, really? Todd, Todd Davis is the second defensive captain? Hey, hey, Weird. Hey, hey, the players vote on it. I know, but Doma Ta-Pekko? like there's a yeah, guy everybody that, raves about. Like,
4: well, it's surprising me that Chris Harris is not a, is not a captain.
5: Agreed. Agreed. That's
4: the the surprise.
5: That's the the surprise. He would have been, if you'd have said, you know, going in, hey, who are the two defensive guys that are going to be captains? Almost everybody would have said, oh, it's going to be Vaughn and it's going to be Chris Harris. That would have been the picks. So it's odd that he's not.
4: Okay, before we say goodbye, before we begin our walk, before we end the show, we do this every day. Marty O., what did we do or say
1: wrong?
3: Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's... Fact Checker.
1: Presented
10: by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com.
19: All right, Vic, you said that Nolan Arenado broke up his O for 16 slump. He was actually O for 19. So not well, that excuse credit.
4: me. He had a slump. His worst slump of the season. Mm-hmm. At least he's batting 300. So that's that's amazing. To consider a guy goes 0 for 19 and is still above the 300 mark. Tells you how good he's been. All
19: right. Next we have Vic messing something up that he probably right. says 250 times a day. Let's listen. uh
4: Three zero. What's our text line again?
19: Three zero nine three three.
4: Thank you. Always oh, messing up. Yeah,
19: three zero nine three
4: three. Whatever, dude. I'm I'm at a conference room at uh, UC Health in uh, Poudre Valley Hospital.
19: I say still, it all I'm the about time about going to
4: surgery. I'm sorry.
19: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe after the end of your walk, you'll be in surgery. Yeah. I will end with a classic. Another case of you boys not listening to each other. Let's hear Vic giving us a nice little stat.
4: On September 4th, the Colorado Rockies are in first place. It's the latest in a season they've ever been in first place since 1995.
19: Well, that's a nice stat. Not three seconds later, we get this question from Will. They have sole possession
6: of first place in the NL West on September 4th. That's got to be the latest in a season they've ever led the (laughs) division.
4: I, I think I gave that set like seven times during the course of the show.
6: Mm-hmm. Missed it every time. I huh? think there
4: was a little creative editing there. I don't think so.
6: I think I said that very early in the show, and now you made it look like I said it after Vixen.
5: I I'm, really, I'm with editing. H.W. on this. I'd like to hear the raw footage. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll find the c- raw footage. Creative editing from Marty. Okay, that's it, fellas.
4: Thank you, Marty O. Much appreciated. Uh, fellas, uh, wish me luck. And again, if you uh, care to offer support, you can meet us along the way. Um, you can find the route that we're taking from Fort Collins to uh, Pepsi Center. It's located at altitudesports.com. Uh, we are here for you. We're doing this for you, Manchester. You need to walk more than I do.
5: You, oh, you're doing this for me?
4: Yeah, to, to raise awareness.
5: <laughs> oh, excellent. I really appreciate
4: it. So what are you guys raising awareness for again, Vic? uh the uh, 82 games in a regular season at Pepsi Center both the avs and the nuggets combined obviously there are 41 games but when you combine the two it's 82 we're raising money for KSE charities uh, with the help of UC Health it's UC Health Fan Fit we're making stops along the way uh we're giving away av shirts giving away tickets got a lot of giveaways it's just something that Kyle got in his mind and I decided to help the cause and I might not like the decision I made three days from now, but right now I'm part of the team. I'm going to walk the walk, fellas.
5: Which is, which is great of you to do. Uh, the raising money part, I'm down with. The interacting with fans, giving away stuff along the way, kind of, you know, connecting the front range, I'm down with. Uh, I I think we need to bag the raise awareness thing, because I think pretty (laughs) much everybody knows they play 82 games.
4: I'm with you. I go, so, I go, Kyle, what are we, We're raising awareness for the Nuggets and Abs in what respect? He goes, you know, just raising awareness. Okay, yeah. for for what? Raising well, awareness. Well, you know that they're here. Well, we know they're here.
5: For those Where of you going? who are, don't know that the uh, Abs and Nuggets are here, we're gonna walk 82 well, you know, miles to let you know. They're, you they're know. gonna
4: play. they are played a bunch of games, okay? And
5: <laughs> they did that last year too. Yeah,
4: I know. Yeah. What do you want me to walk to? What do you want me to walk to Phoenix next yeah. year?
5: For the uh, 24th no. consecutive year, those two teams are playing 82 games. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm not, lucky we're not doing this for a rocky season. My goodness.
5: Yeah, no walk doubt. To Topeka. No doubt. Guys,
4: it, it's been fun, good show. We'll be, we're back tomorrow, a Wednesday. Uh, what do we have on the guest line for, uh, Wednesday usually? I forgot. I forgot what day of the week was today.
6: <laughs> we'll check in with Adam Mara, see if he can raise awareness for the, uh, upcoming Nuggets season. Yeah. Uh, if he knows uh, that up, they're playing yeah. 82 games.
4: Andy, up next, it's, uh, Julie and Scott. I'm gonna start a walk and fellas, uh, we'll check in tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You got the Vic Lombardi show, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's
3: all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday, the Colorado Rapids will be in Portland to take on the Timbers. Kickoff's at 830 with Connor Cape on the call. Altitude 950, rewind. It was kind of a whirlwind of a game, you know, up and down
8: um, to go down late and, you know, come back in the, in the eighth, that was huge. And, um, hopefully we can ride that momentum throughout the homestand.
2: How much better can it get? You know, it's almost like a walk off if it would have happened in the ninth inning, uh, to be able to contribute to the team win in such a way. Uh, I mean, I got no words for it. It's, nothing feels better than that.
13: We know that anytime, you know, if it's close, even if it's, you know,